sit back and relax while you listen to Train Kickers Podcast. I'm Dave, and along with my co-hosts Dan and Steve, we're going to take you all around the world of miniature wargaming. On tonight's um, another Steve-less episode here, um, he is okay. He thought he might have hurt himself. It turns out that's not the case, but his computer decided to give him some issues. So we're recording about a day after we normally do, but you know, yesterday was a holiday. He did not pray to the Mechanicum hard enough. No, no, apparently not. No, his computer is busted to some level. I guess we're going to see uh, how busted it is later. But we're recording on on a Tuesday. Normally night, he's not around anyway. And we figured we would continue going over the updates and changes for Conquest, The Last Argument of Kings from Parabellum Games. Uh, previously, we did City States, Old Dominion, and Dwegholm. Tonight, we're going to do the other ones. Um, Order-wise, we're going to go through Spires, Hundred Kingdoms, Wadroon, and the Nords, because that's honestly the list I have them open. <laughs> just as we did for, before. Just for easy sake, basically. Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. way I can just go straight down the line of, of the spots I have. Uh, for anyone who is any watching predictions? Are what? Any, any predictions, you think? Oh, think uh, for the... Like s- as much as the Dweg? Or, or the, the, much as like... Because like, we liked the other ones. Um, very much hey they got nerfed but i'm okay with this yeah so i've i've looked through them only at the cursory level um not enough to 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 look exactly what they'll do i know at least on the discord the wadroon group they were apparently the most vocal i don't know for better or worse we're gonna see that in a moment but i know they were a very vocal group otherwise because i talked to uh, one of our wadroon friends yep apparently the Raptors, the, 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 the tiny, tiny, yeah, what are they Raptors, called? Raptors, yeah, the Raptors got a nice little buff. So I'm hoping to see that that would be cool because I do miss them seeing them on the table, yeah, and being actually effective. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what else they're exactly going to do. We're going to see, I know again through talking through different players, we know some spots where they gained a lot or didn't change yeah. too much, and we'll get to all those. So that's our, our plan we're going to go through. As I said, if you're watching on YouTube, we're going to be displaying as we go along. If instead you're just listening to this through a podcast or anything like that, um, these documents are all posted on their website. You can find them all. Um, I just downloaded them today to make sure I had the most current because I did look. They did make some Madroon changes <laughs> as well at one point. But as of the 24th of May, all the documents are all the same. It's another weird issue. Those, those shadow uh, updates will get you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, so... On their official Discord, I don't remember exactly what day, but they did later mention those particular updates they did because um, in between New Jersey and New York, we have a Conquest Discord ourselves for people in, in those areas. We have a, about four, I want to say about four or five stores who both post their events, contribute, and players from all over those states to discuss. So one, if you're anywhere from around those, I'll make sure I post the link on the YouTube show notes for this. But also in there, we get a listing from them of what it is that they've done, like updates. So they showed the one update where they showed the few changes they did. And yeah, Wadroom was one of them, uh, where they had had some, not tons, but some. But then Old Dominion was the other, which obviously we ended up talking about last time. So that's that's all been cleared up now. Um, all right. And now, on to the show. All right. Well, uh, you and I at least have working computers, so we're in better shape than Steve. Yeah, poor Steve. <laughs> He'll only know we've said that about him when he hopefully listens to it later on maybe like a cell phone or anything else that's not his computer. Hopefully it's actually okay. I don't know how old his computer is. Like, I don't know if it's like a good rig or if it's just a potato. So. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, I guess we're going to, I guess we're going to find out. 
don't know. Um, if not, uh, hopefully he's in a position to get something else. I mean, actually, I was trying to buy the wife a new laptop. I mean, if you don't want to go crazy, I don't think he does a lot of uh, uh, computer gaming or anything crazy where he needs a super powerful machine. You can get a decent laptop for cheap. And then if you want to go up from there and get some more features and all, you can you can start spending a lot of money. But well, hopefully okay. it's all right. All right, so we have some changes to talk about here. Now, we had some printed out documents. You do you which ones are the ones you actually have on you? I have Wadroon and Hundred Kingdoms. Okay, good. Okay, so the spires you don't. So um the one thing I wish they did that they don't, and maybe this is just on me. Now I have them all downloaded and I'm going to organize my computer. For our purposes, we want to be able to discuss the difference from the old to the new. They highlight what is new, but they don't tell you what the old was. And they remove them from their website, which I understand why. But when we want to discuss changes, we need that difference. So we did have some printed out. Um, at the bazaar, uh, Dan left without grabbing the Spires document that had been printed. But I have to not be fair, updated my you app. guys tired out my daughter so, so hard. I didn't do anything. She's out there and she painted. Yeah, but I guess she was being like, like Manny was talking with her and stuff like that. Oh, okay. She was like so engaged with everyone that by the time she got in the car, she actually fell asleep in the actual car. Yeah. Which, hilarious. <laughs> I was like, I, oh, okay. I think I might have grabbed the document too. Because I saw it after you left and I, I might have grabbed it. I might be, I might have it. But like I said, I have, I have my phone which I have not updated so that way we can have this discussion. So, like I said, we are going to start with the Spires. Um, do you want to discuss the idea of the Spires, or do you want me to? I don't know I mean, how much you sure. know about them. Okay. Uh, no, the Spires, uh, they crash-landed <laughs> on Ea. Ea. Oh, I can't Ea. say the damn plant name. Ea. Ea. I always, that, I always screw up. Um, essentially, they are an alien species. Um, they are absolutely insane. They should have dominated the world. However, they are so absolutely corrupt and political with themselves that um, <laughs> you would rather harm your like your uh, your uh, oppo- opposing political party than actually see them like gain victory. Mm-hmm. Um, they are also known for creating a couple of the people on uh, Aya, such as the Wadroon. The um, well, they didn't create the Dweg, but Wait, did they create the Dweg? No, 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 no. They didn't create the Dweg. But they did create the Wadroon. Yep. And um, they essentially created the Nords as we know the Nords yeah. to be now. So, yeah. Alien species. Uh, super into biotech. Like, when you see their army. And we're talking teeth, shields. And um, I think the, the the army that I would love to see this paint as, but still haven't seen it yet. Uh, they look like Scorn. Like, have you ever played uh, Scorn or know the yes. video game Scorn? They, they are essentially Scorn is what it boils down to. Yeah. Um, they are not the only alien race. There there was others, essentially, they kind of broke apart. So the Weavers is part of that as well, um, who they will be their own faction at, at some point when it comes out. Um, importantly, they, they had a few different structures. They essentially sent their scientists and, and those sort of people first to get the world ready. And then the rest of their forces were supposed to arrive. Something, they don't talk about what it was, but something was chasing them down here and the current leader pretty much shut the door on everyone else when he came through they're a very hierarchical structure so you know you're in power because you are higher up the 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 food chain for all intents and purposes so essentially this guy who was the highest level person around shut the door behind no one else can get in and 
he is in charge, kind of, not exactly, but um, we'll go. Th- He's in charge as much as you can be. In well, charge. he uh, he has his motives, and the essentially the collective, the science all have their own motives as well. And they have sort of an uneasy alliance of what each side will do that ends up helping the other side. Yeah. So, all right. So, uh, and again, we'll go more into detail for a different series that I'm doing related to this. So we're going to go through and talk about the spires and take a look at any changes that they did for them. Um, let's get scrolling. Uh, I, the first one I see up? is the, the masters, t- uh, the army mm-hmm. rules. Yeah. It's just, it's scrolling slow for me here. Whoop, there it is. Yeah. That happened to me before, yeah. That's all right. Yeah, it's a sovereign lineage. So one of the big things in this, you essentially choose which one of these sub-factions you're in, and the different sub-factions allow you to do different effects. Um, So what Superior Creations essentially lets you do, and this part is the same as before, is that when you're selecting the regiment, for the Warlord's Warband, you can increase their cost by five points. If so, they get an extra Clash. They get an extra Evasion. Uh, the Maxes are the same there. Clash is up to Max of three. Evasion up to Max of two. Okay. Um, what they added was that that restriction, so the three Clash and the two Evasion, is only when you're building the list. So if something later were to increase your numbers, that is fine. Um, okay. Yeah, a very necessary thing. I guess thing before, to... was it clear? No. Well, before, I'll put it this way. Before, it was actually very clear, if you want to think about it, for what they said. That was the max you would have. This clarifies that, no, you, you can get higher during the game. It's it's not a lifetime ban on the numbers. Because this okay. is a faction through Biomancers and Ferraments, all these sorts of things. You can There's ways to up characteristics, change them. Or even the question would become, can you be inspired then? If it said a max of Clash of Three and inspired up your oh, Clash. Oh, very true. So, so even okay. for effects like that, even outside of other stuff, the concern is, ooh, is that a thing? So that they clarified that. Or changed it depending on how you want to look at it. All right. Um, other changes. So the lineage highborn, that is a change. So do you want to talk about what you see there? And I will If you have the old up. one, yeah. Yep. So lineage highborn, uh, when creating your army list, uh, select one lineage highborn or... Uh, Mimetic. 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 Yeah, mimetic. mimetic assassin character standing in your army. That character standing may select the three mutations at no additional point cost instead of purchasing the number listed on their army list entry. And this is always considered to be active um, even if the character stand is currently destroyed. Yep. And that is the big thing right there, is the fact that the it's always on. Part, yep. yep, it's always Th- on. That's a, that's a big it's consistency, nice. and I'm very happy with that, that they've made it where these sort of effects are just always on now. For for most things, because it, it was pretty rough before when some people get their abilities and other people have effectively no access to them. No access, yeah. It's it's a nice you know, and I have found that sometimes when they do change it to the universal, they do change it a little bit, so that way it's not as like crazy. I don't know, but point is, nice universal, you don't have to fight with it. It's, it makes sense. Yeah. Um. So next changes they did, well, not too many here. They did for the high clone executioner. So the high clone executioner, um, you select one of the tactics for free. They list three of them. 
uh, one, they named them nicely in here because the original app didn't have a name, but also the first one, Suppressed Pain, what they added for that was just the, as they put the red line, that's the only difference here, it's that the currently attached character stands do not receive the draw event. So Suppressed Pain is the fact that this character stand, sorry, the regiment that the stand is attached to gets Bastion 1, but your character doesn't. Ooh, that's the same change they did to the Dweg. Yes. Okay. It, it was sort of a, a across-the-board clarification that in certain circumstances, when my character bestows something on the regiment, they do not always get it themselves. Certain effects okay. don't transfer. Essentially, this is saying Bastion doesn't transfer. At least in this way. Okay. Yeah, they, they, they kept that one nice and simple because that was literally just the change off of that. All right. Um, cascading degeneration. Obviously, it upped its aura death. I don't know what you're doing over there, but I heard all kinds of sounds. <laughs> yeah. Um, it went up actually by two. So cascading generate degeneration Why? used to be aura death two. Now it's four. That's actually most spots. Oh yeah, most uh, most of the aura deaths went up anyway. Well, yeah, but most of them only went up one. At least the ones that I've seen and I'm aware of. Most of them the increase is one, not by two. Two is huge. Mm. Um, I don't know. I can't. That one I don't know. What, the extra aura of death if it's that much? Yeah, no, no, I don't know why they went up to, but maybe well, it's because they needed it. Well, I mean, they, they felt it was useful, 35 points. That is expensive. It's the same points cost as before, but that is pretty expensive. Um, it, it's pretty easy in this game to take, you know, a, a character or anything like that and suddenly go up very, very high in terms of points. Um, yeah, I mean, remember, aura of death no longer does morale. So most spots we've seen so far has been about an increase of one. This extra increase of two is actually very, very big. So overall, I like that. I mean, this is Spires, as I see them, are a kind of you win early sort of faction. They, they want it to go early. They're looking to do everything early. And this is a great way for them to be able to hit back if someone gets into them first or if they can get in and all. Um... All right, more aura death stuff under Master of Flesh. So this is under the tactical. Uh, where is it? Oh no, it's not under tactical. It's under Masters of Flesh. There we go. My punch. Masters of Flesh. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it used to be four. Now it's six. So it kind of looks like there are deaths all went up by two. Yeah, it's by two it's again. Yeah. Not... Okay. But that's only for the character stand itself. So that's all it actually does there. The other one was for the regiment the character's in. All right. Oh, Ferromancy's got a lot of red. Holy crap. Yeah, it does. Yeah, Ferromancy's no, no. got some changes. Um, so I just need to get to those. Oh, yeah. So different Ferromancy's. So... It says, Ferromancies are activated at the end of the draw command step and before the resolve draw event step is resolved. So they clarified exactly when that occurs, which is good. Um, that is useful because there is other interactions such as Aura of Death and all that. It matters when exactly you're getting this sort of timing going. Mm. All right, so... Do you want to take on 
accelerated hibernation. I'll take it. So uh, draw your next command card. Mm -hmm. If the regiment is within 12 inches of the character stand, immediately place that card at the bottom of the command stack. This takes place at the end of the draw command card step and before they resolve your, uh, that regiment heals. Okay, so I guess it clarifies where you're supposed to put it? It, 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 it places that, yeah, because it says this takes place at the end of the drawing step and before the resolve event. Um, although they kind of listed at the top, so that was a bit unnecessary. That is the, is that the change for all of them? If so, that's a little bit over the top. Yeah, the, the actually the big change for all of those ones. So the accelerated hibernation, uh, induced vigor, pheromone compulsion, and siphon strength. The big change. What are you doing over there? Nope, that was me. That was totally I know. Me. That's why I said, what are you doing over there? I know I didn't do anything. <laughs> the hamster ball fell. Okay. Um, for all of those, they're essentially clarifying that, one, they're making sure, okay, the regiment's within the 12, which was true before. And they're saying that when you actually do this. Yeah. That's actually the big change for all these. Yeah. You, but what's weird is they didn't need to do a double then. They said at the top when it occurs and in all of these, hey, it occurs at the same exact time. Um, the only one that doesn't have that is Ferromantic Drive, but Ferromantic Drive works exceptionally differently. Um, all the other abilities place the card on the bottom of the stack and then you get mm. a bonus. Ferromantic Drive works different, but... Yeah, all of them work exactly the same way now. It's at the end That's of the weird. draw command step, but before you actually do the draw events. So you get these bonus. You get this before you would do your draw event. Why that's important? You have pulled the card. So anything that requires you to pull the card is now active. But you have not done your draw events. So something like, say, Bastion does not go off if that was your draw event. Since that doesn't count, when you put them on the bottom, they know they do not have Bastion yet. So, very good clarification of timing on that one. And and fair. I, f I think that's overall very fair where they put that. You, you don't get bonuses for units that aren't actually going to do anything yet. So. All right. Um, when so we I guess get... that's, yeah, that's all the pheromancies, right? Yeah, yeah, it was just the clarification of timing for the pheromancies. So yeah. far, good changes, but very very few overall. Um, force cone drones, they just put that they always use the highest resolve. So if you have a character in there, they always use the highest resolve. So it's not a choice, anything like that. So, um, so... I see, there's no red over here. Oh, wait, Barrage yeah. 5 on the Vanguard Cloated Infiltrators. Yes, and Volley and 2. And Volley 2. Yeah, the clone infiltrators were always very, very good. Um, They were... Oh, oh, that's what they did. Okay. Clone infiltrators, for anyone who knows anything about them, were somewhat arguably... And, and depends on the faction. Arguably one of the best shooting units in the game. Um, Because they used to be Barrage 6, and they were Volley 3. So without even taking aim, they're hitting half of their shots and they're shooting six shots a stand. And keep in mind that they have fluid formation. That means that you count as front arc in every direction. They can fire any way they like. Vanguard, they get to move up an extra move. 
So they're getting up the board really quick. So they decrease their volley down to two, and they decrease the number of shots by one. They kept the points the same. That is 100% fair. Vanguard clone infiltrators were super, super strong. They were exceedingly good. And this is an army that tends to be a little bit cheaper, so you can afford it. All right. Um, I think the next thing is the Onslaught drones, right? I don't see anything. Yeah, Onslaught drones. Yep. They got burnout. That's the big thing there. Um, do you have for what burnout does? I don't have it in front of me. No, sadly, no. Okay, well... Le can you look it up then? You have the current app. I do not. Oh, yes. So if you open it up, you can, can actually I click on burnout. Like... Oh, that's right. I can just make a list. Okay, give me a second. You don't have to even make a list. Just go into the unit. Oh, that's right. Yes. Ooh. You can tell how much I've used this app before. Yeah. I mean, I can open on this, but since I'm displaying faction? my screen, no, no. this way I don't. Yeah, browse the faction. Browse factions. And go to Onslaught Drones. Uh-huh. Yep. There it is. And then Burnout. Yes. All right. Uh, stands in this regiment gain plus one clash and plus two march, as well as decay three until the end of the round. And decay three is at the end of the regiment's deactivate regiment step. Every stand in the regiment rolls X number of dice, where X is the equal to the decay value. So three dice per stand. Mm -hmm. For each roll of five or six, the regiment suffers one wound. Yep. Wounds suffered from this special rule do not cause morale tests. Uh, if you have several instances of decay, add all the X values together. Yes. Uh, so if regiment contains character stands when they're decay ruled, then the character stand suffers decay as well. Mm -hmm. um, oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So basically yeah. everyone starts falling apart. Right. Yeah. Um, it, it is exactly as it sounds. You're burning them out. I mean, we're talking about a faction who, when they make these uh, drones or clones, when they make some of these things, they don't even bother giving them a digestive system because you're not going to be alive long enough to, to need food. Yep. So you do get extra clash. You are better, but you are taking decay three at the end. Um, this works really well with clarifying that one supremacy, uh, sorry, the, the one lineage, because that means that that naturally could get you to say a three if you put it with these uh, onslaught drones. Burnout could get them to a four, where before wouldn't have been allowed. So that's a good change. Because um, remember, draw events you don't have to do. You can absolutely choose to not do your troll event. So if you're not going to be in close combat, don't do it. If you're about to charge in, do that. You're not going to be clash four. You know, you're looking at five attacks on a stand. You can get some good out of that. And line breaker. Um, keep in mind, line breaker means that they don't get bastion, shield. All the bonus defense things don't work. So I like that. That is... That makes those guys pretty scary. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I overshot because it's lagging a little bit. Looks like the next one... Um, Seems to be the next... The uh, Onan Avatara. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Jesus. Yep. Yeah, it used uh, to be Evade 3 and Defense 2. They swapped them. Okay. Yeah, it's um, Defense 3, Evasion better. 2. Better. <laughs> yes. Well, the worse... But it's better that they are not Evasion 3. No, because this is a shooting unit. So if you notice, it's Barrage 3. It's Armor Piercing 2, 14-inch shots, Deadly Shot. Yeah. Again, fluid formation, so they don't care. You're not getting out of their arcs. So 
with a lot of times I find with shooting units, the evasion is the number I care about because other people might be able to get through by armor piercing or cleave or anything like that. So the lower evasion makes it a little bit more balanced. Mm -hmm. uh, Prowlers look to be the next change. It's just pure additions for them. Yep, deadly blades and loose formation. I will bring it up. Give me a second. So, so loose formation, I know. If you're loose formation, one, you don't get impact hits. That's fine. But it also means when someone shoots at you, they fire half shots. It's as, it's as if you're obscured, but it okay. doesn't stack with obscuring. So you can't half the half. Deadly blades, I don't recall off the top of my head, though. Uh, nope. Uh, any... So, yeah, any failed defense rolls of six rolled by the target regiment uh, suffers two wounds instead of one. Okay. All right. So if you're defending and you roll a six, you get you lose two wounds per every for every six instead of one. Very good. Okay. Um, Centura Avatara went down five points and had a change in the standard bearer. Standard bearer is now ten points. Um, do you have what the standard bearer is currently? You have to go into create a an army list though to see that. That's the one annoying. Oh, that though. one you you. Oh. Um, usually to see standard bearers, you no, actually have to create an army bears. list. But can you see I the points see cost? Oh no. Yes. That I yeah, that's the one thing. Me, no, no, no. I thought to, you were asking me what the... No. Uh, to, to see how many sorry. points they are, you actually have to go and create an army list. That's the one thing. Yep. Give me a second. That's fine. Yeah. We're doing that. We'll scroll uh, down. What the hell does the Centaur Avatar... Who takes the Centaur Avatar? Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing. You need to know who actually takes it. Give me one second. I can let you know who takes the Centaur Avatar. Nope. Is it, uh, it is a Lineage Highborn. There it is. That's at least one of them. There could be more, but Lineage Highborn does take yeah. that. And then, let me just really quick. Yeah. Uh, command models. Banner used to be... Well, it's 10. Oh, well, sorry. You're in the current. You can't look at it. My yeah, apologies. Yeah, I can't look at the update. I, was like, I forgot. You are in that, so you will not actually be able to tell. I would have to be the one who actually does it. My apologies. Fine. I told you to do that thing, and I just realized at the end that you actually can't well, do that Well, did they go thing. up by 10 points? No, it went down by 10. It used to be 20. Because I was going to say, maybe they went down by 10, but the standard bearer goes up by 10? No, 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 no. Standard bearer went cheaper. The, 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 the yeah. unit itself just went down. That's what it oh, was. All right. All right. Uh, Desolation Beast. Yeah, my apologies. I forgot that you actually can't see that stuff because you updated your app. Uh, Desolation Beast went up 20 points. So Desolation Beast used to be cheaper. I mean... It also is now <laughs> Aura of Death 8. Used to be 5. Okay. I mean, this thing is good. When you take a look at it, good amount of wounds. Barrage 10 with armor piercing 1. Deadly shot. Torrential fire. Uh, lethal demise. It's fine. It's terrifying 1. It's a, just a giant monster. It's a big old heavy monster who we have not seen yet. Uh, as far as I know, I have, we haven't seen this yet. So I'm curious to see what it's going to end up looking like. I'm very mixed on the Spire's aesthetics, and I think some of it is the white paint jobs. Yep. It's it's literally, I and I only saw this once, and I found it and then like deleted it, so I don't have no idea where it went. But I think the coolest paint uh, scheme. scheme was them painting it like Scorn, which was like just raw meat. Yeah. I still have to finish that game one of these days. I went through and played a good bit of it. I just I never never ended up beating it. It's not as great. It's it's a kind of depressing ending. But that that's fine with me. I don't I don't 
mind if the if a game is not happy. I've played plenty of games that are overall exceptionally depressing. I think my real problem with that one, for whatever reason, so I have an ultra wide monitor. It's the length of my table. That one was the only game I've ever played that actually would give me a headache while playing. I don't know why. Really? I think, I think at least on PC, because I had it on Xbox for PC. I think with that one, it was the refresh rate. So just the the, the natural like the the way the the screen was going in terms of how many like frames per second it was, or with that, it something about it. It's the only one that would actually bother me to watch to play. So I haven't touched it since. I mean, I don't sit too far from the screen, but that one I even tried to push further back and it was still an issue. Um, last change they have is in the command models, the Ward Perceptor. It just mentions for the Ward Perceptor that gets this Bastion 1, that's what he does, for a draw event, that the attached character stands do not receive the draw event. So there's clarifying. When you get Bastion, that is to the regiment, not to you. You don't get it. All right, so Spires... Spires had very few changes. Realistically, they did not get changed very much at all. Exceedingly light hand for them. Mm. That that is that is it your mostly, thoughts, is, huh? Yeah, it was no because it's just mostly clarifications to the wording. Yeah, which I'm fine with. Yeah, they it, they they changed some I of the shooting on the Vanguard clone infiltrators, which needed it. Yeah, um, they increased the cost of. Their big shooting monster, which needed it. Yeah. So. And I haven't played them enough yeah. to give you like a very good, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, no, to me, it's very much like, okay, they, they work. No, very true. But, uh, well, if I, I had if I had more experience against them, I'd be like, oh, well, they should have definitely gone up 100% over here. But honestly, seems like normal changes to me. Going through it, the only thing I heard people talk about really were the infiltrators being a problem. I said they're they were known to arguably be one of the best shooting units. Each army has like a very good shooting unit. Theirs for the price could argue to be the best. So them changing that worthwhile. Some of the other units are some of the ones that aren't released yet, so it's a little bit always hard to tell how good or not that's going to be. Um we gotta get back to doing Maybe some games on uh, TTS so we can actually try out some of these other armies and get a better feel for some of them. We do have a we do have that tournament on the tenth, which who knows what we'll be playing yeah. there. But there will be some of those games will get recorded, so hopefully we'll try to maybe get some. We'll try to make sure it's mostly painted armies on that, but it's not a painted required tournament, so we'll see how exactly how that goes. Well, though, if we make it where the the stream needs painted stuff then Dan's stuff might not be on stream. All right, so we are back now with the 100 Kingdoms. We took a brief pause there to, one, close a few things down on my computer, but also just to review it real fast, so we're a little more in, informed of what we're about to talk about. So um, what do you know about the 100 Kingdoms in general? Yeah, no, you could talk about them. I, I talk about Spires. You talk about 100 Kingdoms. Okay. Um, so 400 Kingdoms. Um, it is as it sounds. So these are... More of your your knights and those sort of pieces. It is it's not exactly a hundred of them, but essentially these are all the little fiefdoms and things like that of humankind. Again, remember that humans originally were in capitus. 
as they sort of spread out, so you have where the Old Dominion was before it all fell apart and their attempted destruction of Haslia. You had Nords going to the north. You had the Hundred Kingdoms making their way out, the city-states making their way out. Um, essentially, they kind of saw the writing on the wall, left, and uh, different warlords and leaders established their own little fiefdoms. And since then, they've been fighting over who is truly in charge. They do work together to you know, kind of keep away any other warring factions they may have. But there is also still a lot of infighting and all. They have different states with them as well so there's a, a heavy religious elements in some areas uh, heavy knightly orders think of from you know warhammer fantasy before Karl franz united the empire slash bretonia so you're looking at a sort of a combination of those sort of pieces um as for just the faction in general these are humans these are your normal run-of-the-mill humans where nords have kind of been enhanced the old dominion are undead. The city states have a lot of tech in a different way. These are your very classic humans. Um, so, we will start getting into some of their changes. All right. So their first change seems Ooh. to be what yeah, was it? Oh, there were dynastic alliances. So let me yeah. really quick oh. read it to me. Read it to me. No, okay. So yeah, this is actually rather different. So it says, when creating your army lists, you may select an additional warlord. The second warlord must be of a different entry than your first warlord and counts as a warlord for the purposes of scoring. Noble lord and mounted noble lord are considered as the same entry, uh, sorry, for the purpose of dynastic alliances as the mounted priority commander and the Order of the Sword Priory Commander. Okay, that's completely new. That yes. paragraph is new. And the last thing is that you may activate only one activated supremacy ability per supremacy phase, regardless of the number of warlords in your list. That's it. It is quite different. First of all, it previously specifically said that this second warlord you have did not get draw events. It no longer says that. Oh, sorry, turn the tide. The turn the tide draw event. It no longer says that. So they may turn the tide as well. That's a nice change. Yes, that is huge. Turn the tide is very, very strong. Like I said, Dynastic Alliance, you are literally two different armies coming together. Um, the part about the Noble Lords is different. What it used to be was related to chapter mages. So if you chose a chapter mage to be your second warlord, the chapter mage gains the protect glyphs supremacy ability. So it gave them what their supremacy was if it was a chapter mage. That is no longer a thing. Um, they've added this about the lords because now you have these options. These are things that you have. It, it, it stops you from getting differences there. Because um, remember, you do have to be different. So you can't take a noble lord or sorry, mounted noble lord, and then a mounted priory command or anything. Okay. But you do get the supremacy abilities. So this is um, a very good change. They clean up a little bit, and you get turned the tide on this. You know, these are your normal humans. So you want them, you know, if, if you're putting two, essentially two different forces together, you want both of them to be able to actually do a lot of very useful and powerful things. So yep. uh, I need to use Turn the Tide more. I don't use it nearly as much as I probably I should. I use it 
all the time. Yes. Well, it's, it's very sister. strong. Yes. All right. The next one that they change is Imperial Officer's Rapid Deployment. Mm-hmm. So um, all infantry, all friendly infantry regiments, I should say, in the army get Vanguard for the duration of the battle. Yep. Um, it's always active, whether you are yep. there or destroyed. That's what they added. Yep. There's making it an always thing. Yeah. And before, most of them always just said it's always active. Now it's just clarifying, always acted, even if you're destroyed. That's yep. what it's mostly clarifying. Ah, okay. So Yeah, most of these had already always active. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, what does always... If he's not on the battlefield, he technically doesn't you know exist. Well, no, no, always, always active... They they clarified more, I think, in terms of being destroyed. Because always active to me, it's always on. But it's a weird thing to think about. It's on when you've been destroyed. Like you have your ability uh, I still. Yeah. I, I can see it the other way as well. But to me, that's the bigger thing. Is saying that like, oh no, when you're destroyed, it's still legitimate. Um, the other big thing they did is supremacy abilities. The chapter mage didn't have one. Ha! Huh. Yeah. Now, it did say, when the one we just read, the Dynastic Alliance, if your second one's a chapter mage, then you get protective glyphs. That is the supremacy that they gave them. So they gave them protective glyphs. Um, which, actually, uh, you may not have it for now. I'll, I'll read that either way. So, enemy spellcasters... Yeah, we'll the, the protective glyphs doesn't come up on... Yeah, I, actually, I, I have this here, so why don't you read out the, the new one? Oh, okay. Protective glyphs. Enemy spellcasters selecting a friendly regiment as the target of the spellcasting count as being affected by enemy interference. In addition, when this character stand performs spellcasting action, and if uh, if attempting to cast a spell with a range of self, the spell counts as having a range of eight instead of the spellcasting action. Uh, this purpose ability is always counted as active. Oh, that's okay. So, so it's so it is no what? different. Oh. But Wonderful. they put it here because it was only a supremacy before you could get in terms of a dynastic alliance. Wow. So they kept the rule the same. It's a good rule, though. And your chapter mate just having it means he could just be a leader if you want then. Okay. <laughs> no, that's that so much more well, That's big. Well, yeah, enemy spellcasters, if they select one of your regiments as a target, it's always enemy interference. That's huge. That's really good. That's huge. That is so, massive. And now you, you, if you just want to take him, you can do it. And if you want this protective glyphs, you, you're not required, unlike before, where you had to take Dynastic Alliance and take one of them. You can just have this guy. So, all right. We are on to characters. We're on to the Imperial Officer. Imperial Officer got some things, and all of it is it just the fact like... that he doesn't get the event. Yeah, yeah that's all yeah. it means. I'm going to skip. <laughs> yeah. I, I like I, I like that overall because they're just showing you that, you know, so one of them you get Bastion, Double Time, uh, Fire in Advance, Murderous Volley, all those yeah, the character just doesn't get that draw event. Yep, pretty so, much. So, um, now, there, there's... They didn't need it, because the regiment gets it. That that makes sense. Your regiment, when they activate, is what makes a draw event go off that will help the regiment. 
your character wouldn't need it because it triggering then won't do them any good. They're not going to be, you know, firing withdrawal. That's not going to be the thing they're doing. That's what the regiment does. So it's it's more of a clarification than anything, but it's a good one because it clarifies that, no, it's when they go, which is what it should be. It really only makes sense that it's them. All right. Uh, the mounted priority commander, how many impacts did he used to have? Three. All right, he went up by one. Uh, I knew that question was good. That's I was skimming yep. to it while you were having your whole conversation about mm -hmm. that, uh, that. You're thing. working on something that's super loud. I'm, oh, whoops. Yep. Well, let me see. Yeah, yeah, let me see. Or just What's don't work on Try to find the next change. Okay. Uh, so he uh, got an extra impact. Jeez. Oh, well, oh, these are all leaders. Masters. Remember, they have a lot of they have a lot of characters. This faction overall, because many of these factions have multiple sub factions. But these guys have that as well, and they're ones one of the first factions, so they just get a lot of units, a lot of characters. Yeah. Um, compared to others, they sort of had the most. They have two, four, six, they have eight currently, eight characters alone. Yeah, most of the That's factions are like the five to maybe six range. Okay. Next one looks to be the Masteries. I didn't say anything before that. Yeah, it's Masteries. I, I literally skimmed all the way to the Masteries. Yeah. All right. So, Long Lineage. Yep, go for it. Well, here's the problem with this. Right, you can read the new one. I have the old one. Oh, you have the old one? Oh, yeah, I have, I have them both, but since you have this as well, it means I don't always have to read the old. Exactly. Oh, I just closed it. Damn it. Uh, this <laughs> Long Lineage. This character stand purchase one additional character upgrade from the army list at the indicated point cost, even if the character upgrade was not available at the character stand's army list entry. That's the big thing. I'm assuming that final part? Yeah. Yes. So That's you may take an upgrade that you're not normally allowed to even take. That's amazing. I don't know what the combos are, but that's pretty damn good. Any time they let you buy something outside of what you're naturally allowed, you open up the door to the playability and what you can do with it. I like that change. Agree. Yeah. Um, how about Tip of the Lance? Combat Tip of the Lance. The Cavalry Regiment. Which is brand is new. Currently. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They gained the Wedge Special Rule. I remember this one. Okay. They gained the Wedge Special Rule. Hold on. I'll pull this up because I remember uh, uh, Ray was talking about this one. Yes. Give me a second. I think I have to prepare for war for this one, though. Um. Yes. It might be the easiest way. If not, if you just have the, if you just have the rules open, uh, certain knights. If you actually have your updated app, order the Crimson yeah. Tower. Have order the Crimson have Tower. Wedge. Commander. No, no j just order Crimson Tower. If you just go to those guys. If oh. if you view the army, you'll see it. I already pulled it up. After performing a successful charge, his regiment gains the cleave one special rule until the edge of the end of the round. Mm-hmm. So helps them counter anyone with Bastion, Shields, Phalanx, any of those sort of rules. Yep. This is legitimately what Cavalry did. Form a wedge to tear your way through the enemy. Um, we're going to notice pretty much all their mounted units gain wedge. You, yeah, you're working on loud stuff there. There we go. Um, the other big thing, so I, I can mention this now. We'll look for other changes, but the big thing is... Their standard bearers all went down. Their standard bearers are cheaper. Most of their standard bearers used to be like 10 points. They're now almost all five. Wherever they were before, they lost about five points of standard bearers. So you can get a lot more standard bearers now. 
Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, other changes they had. Uh, Militia was 30 points for extra stands. That's I'm weird. like trying to skip to okay. So wait, militia boat. Oh, there we are. Militia. There we are. Yeah, they were the same. Because the problem is I'm trying to skip all the banners and stuff because my eye wants to wants to go to the red. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah so I'm trying to, to pass like, that no, a little don't bit. look at them. Yeah, so militia, militia, militia. Where's that in the old packet? The, the, it was a 10-point standard. That's all. And I'm looking at it. Oh, their their additional stands, stands are the same cost. Oh, the, what, what? Yeah, <laughs> I, that might just been a weird thing. The longbowmen aren't cheaper, though. The longbowmen went down by five points. Oh, okay. Hunters, did they go down at all? Uh, hunters. Or were they before? Where are you? Oh, Hunter Cadre. Hunter Cadre. Oh, Hunter Cadre are just a different set of points. So Hunter Cadre were 155. They went up by 10. They're oh. actually more expensive. Let's see why. But cheaper standard. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. They're a shooting unit. Shooting units tended, not everywhere, but it does feel like one of the bigger changes they did was shooting units. So they went up by 10. This is a game where I find five points is five points is kind of meaningless at the end of the day. But when you can rack up multiple spots, then you can do something with it. So the standards all being five points cheaper gives you an actual spot to spend, say, five points or to get multiple standards. Because I do find a lot of times in my list, I have the 20 to maybe 15 or, yeah. or 25 points left over. Small amounts. Can't do anything much with it. This is a way to do something with it. Uh, mounted Squires gained Opportunists. What does Opportunists do? This one I'll have to go on the app. Yeah, there. just go into the app. Yeah. yeah, I got you. In fact, I added the leader that I think has the Mounted Squires in the first place. Give me a second. I was right. looking at the... Uh... Priory commander. Let's see. I mean, if, if if you just explore the army, you would find that special rules and all. You can see the only thing you can't see by exploring the army is sometimes points cost of certain things. That's it. No, Everything else you always see. Leave. Browse faction. Hundred kingdoms, and I'm looking for. Hold on. Where mounted mounted squires. squires. Opportunists. A stand with this special rule may reroll failed hit rolls when performing a clash or volley action against the flank enemy's flank or rear. Woo! That's spicy. Really good on a cav unit. A move nine yeah. light cav unit. All of a sudden, they're rerolling their, their hits and their like what their clash what two? So let's uh, say yeah, clash two. Come clash three. Um, they have shield impact one. No, no. No, I keep calling it rend. God damn it, cleave. Uh, no cleave, but I mean, honestly, hey, that ain't bad. They're they're reasonably cheap, especially for a cav unit. They're light, so they're out there early. You're not going to send this against your heavily armored opponent. You're going to send this against a lighter unit of theirs. Particularly, what this is probably very good at is taking down other light units, so that way you can get in there and be contesting the objectives instead of them, or instead of letting their units do what they want. Because you can be on the board early, move nine means you can really move around, get to the flanks to be able to do all of this. And if you get into their flank, they're not getting things like their shields and all of those. So not having cleave shouldn't be as bad. Like, yeah, you don't send this at someone who's defense four. But, you know, you're going against a few, get into defense three, make a morale. They have to reroll successes because you're in the flank or the rear. 
actually really great. Yeah. No, is, no Matt, point change, but say, really, really good. I was going to say, what was the, uh, what's the added benefit here mathematically? I, I mean, rerolls really big. So you're only four attacks base. That is the one thing. You don't have tons of tons of attacks. So you're at 12 attacks. Um, assuming you charged in, normally you'd hit six. You're hitting an extra three on average. So on average, you're getting about three more hits. Depending on their armor, you're looking at one to two more wounds on average. With them having to reroll okay. morale, maybe closer to two to three on average. So depend if you're hitting a lighter unit, you could be getting close to a stand. Um, if you're more than a min of three, if you happen to be rolling, say, about four or so of them, you might be wiping like one extra enemy stand with this. You, Or at least making sure that they don't have nearly as much to swing back at you with. So I think that's a great change. Yeah. Um, Household Guard just had their command models changed a little bit. Yep. Arms Master is now 20 points. Standard Bear is 10. That's nice and simple. Skip men at arms. Skip Sakari. Oh, Order of Saint Lazarus. Did they go up? Let's see where we are here. Yep. So Order. Of, <laughs> they were one fifty, so they went up by fifteen. Oh. Yep. Ooh. Standard again. No, no change in standard, but otherwise their rules are the same. I guess people thought they were overpowered. No, they went up by a lot more. What they were one forty. Oh no, he ordered the sealed temple. Yeah, I'm there's sorry, a lot of orders. <laughs> you gotta be careful. There's Jesus a lot of Christ. orders and people. Yeah. Yeah, Christ. All right, we'll get to them. I was seeing. Well, okay. <laughs> I to me, this is probably more of a design of we've lowered points across the board, so raise something to make up for that. This is a good unit. Yeah, they have we'll cleave get to the one. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out. Give me yeah. a second here. The six attacks oh, on a clash of two with cleave one is very good if you can get the charge. Yeah. And resolve five. Their defense is bad. The defense to evade one is bad. But their resolve five. You put yourself in a big enough unit, I pass all my resolves automatically. You can actually be very tough to move. Um, Order of the Seal Temple went up 30 points, so that's why I'm asking. Yeah, they're calf. That's why I was like, cool. Yeah. I At least I know from the times I've seen them and played them, stuff like that they can run a lot of cav and they have looked at it and said, you know what? Mm, Cav's a little much. If, cause if you're cheapening a lot of other pieces to me, a lot of standard bearers, you don't want it to be where maybe people get a whole new unit. Adding stands is one thing, but you probably don't want them to necessarily get a whole new units of certain things. Mm. And then steel legion. Oh man, that's great. Oh, 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 formation sorry, that. gilded legion. Yeah. Gilded legion have a bit, have pike formation now. Which doesn't even exist, so let's nope. see what that is. Yeah, this is the same exact pike formation that the Greeks have. Phalangites get. Yep, all right. Yeah. Also, it's just they reduce, what, negative three to impact? Yeah, yep. negative three to impact. Uh, addition. Yeah, you don't get inspired, inspired or shock. Shadow. Yeah, if yep. you charge Perfect. them in the front right. arc, no inspire, no shock. Yeah, makes sense. These are guys with like pole arms and stuff like that, so yeah. they should be doing the same sort of thing. Still, Legion got cheaper by ten. Okay. Up, All up right. ten. You're, you're talking oh, low 10, through that. Down ten. Down 10? Oh, sorry. Down. That's 10, okay. Down ten. They went down ten. Um, Order of the Ashen Dawn. Jesus Christ! All right, give me a second here. They kept Blessed. They kept Cleave One. They kept Fearless. They kept Impact Three. They kept. Okay, so they lost they, Shield. 
Yes. But they got Wedge. But mm. look at their defense. Oh, but they went to defense four. Got it. They lost okay. the shield, but got it native defense now. Native. Oh, that's really good, too. That's Because that's just native. Yes. That's massive. Order of okay. the Ash and Dawn are the new ones that I think, at the time of this recording, I do not believe they're out yet. They, they should be out pretty soon, but they are not quite out yet. I know they're also very expensive, but they are also points-wise and dollar-wise. But they are a very, very good unit. Yeah. I'm afraid. Clash 4, 6 attacks, impact 3, cleave 1. Yep. With Blessed. Ew. Yeah, your impacts won't necessarily do much, and that's fine. Because you don't have brutal impact. Um, you do have wedge, so you get plus one. Uh, After plus one cleave when uh, you charge. Yes, yeah. I was just looking at that. Yeah, so you're at cleave two. You're blessed, which you could use. Say if you really need to cut someone down, you could use. Remember, blessed lets you reroll hits or saves in a round. You have to choose which one for once, but you choose one to do. If you really want to get through them. Say three stands of it, you're looking at 18 attacks on a Clash of Five on a successful charge. Well, Clash of Four rerolling. Oh, sorry, what, four. Sixes? Yeah, so yeah, so four rerolling yeah. sixes. Um, that is huge. You're hitting with almost everything. Cleave two. You're cutting through people quite a bit. Again, you maybe be careful about exactly who you hit, but you're also very hard to move because your natural defense four and a resolve of five. You know, people aren't Yikes. shifting. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Yep. Um, Order of Crimson Dawn, big change there, was just the wedge that they added. Um, they got quite a few changes to their command models, at least by the look of it. By the look did. of it, but at five bucks, it's actually just like normal like changes to the wording. Yeah, like Drillmaster, it just says that, yeah, the stand doesn't get it. Um, Arms Master, the regiment rerolls failed to hit rolls of sixes during Clash. While Noble Char- Noble Lord character stand is currently attached to this regiment, the regiment, including the currently attached character stands, adds plus one. So a lot of it is just telling you when you get it or who gets it as well. And who gets it? All right. Yeah. Um, All right. I think that. I mean, some of the other ones they do give you others. The tournament champion. What could his difference have been? I need the. Spot of command models. They don't give you that spot nicely. Do you have the tournament champion? Like tournament champion as the command model? Yeah, just so what what he uh, used adds, to do. Oh, tourney, tourney champion. Tourney champion. I'm sorry, I'm looking for tournament. I'm like, oh, who can't be? Well, no, it's just the same. Adds two inches to his charge distance. That's what it used to be as well? Yeah, I guess they so they when added performing when a charge performing action. a charge action. I I wait. When else did you wait? What? Who off? Who okay? This is one of those times when you have to ask yourself because GW does this sometimes as well. Who did this? Because you know someone like almost purposely misinterpreted the rule, and yeah. someone was like, "No, this is not how it's." Supposed. When did GW? Do you remember when GW did that? No. It was very much like. Do you, but you remember what I'm talking about, right? Yes. It was one of their FAQs in Aradas, and they literally came out and being like, please, don't be idiots. That wasn't too long ago either. Yeah. It was really bad, exactly, too. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what the hell it was. Um, there are some other but changes. They were, that, they were not happy. Yeah. The Neophyte, <laughs> it used to just be that the regiment gains devout, but they now also get Priest 1. 
um, for the purposes of enemy interference. So you do interfere. So they they changed a few of them a little bit. Not nothing too. No, but that, too they're, they're, they're pretty sick. They're, no, they're pretty great. Yes. No. Most of everything they did is actually quite good. Um, just some of the some of the other command models I don't have in front of me. All the little changes that they did. Uh, Count Palantine. Um, it used to just be. Yep. It added the character. It gets inspired as well. So it used to be the regiment was. They clarified. Hey, it's the regiment and the character. So nice. These guys actually had drastic amount of changes. They really did. Yeah. Comparatively, they had I'm a lot. Very surprised. Yeah. Um, they're one of the older factions. These are one of the originals, so they might have felt they needed it the most. As a, uh, they, they've gotten qu- and they've they've gotten quite a bit of stuff as time has gone on as well. And some of it, like okay, Gilded Legion, that that rule didn't exist before. It makes sense for them to exactly. have it. Because now it is a rule, so you should give it to them. Same thing with Wedge. They figured, okay, hey, you're, you're these. I know. Calves. So I, I was gonna say Wedge is the biggest kind of thing that a lot of people are happy about. Yes, that's a huge buff. As someone who runs a cav unit, I've learned that if you don't have a form of cleave, you you either need brutal impact or cleave. If you've got one, then that thing is good. If you got both, hey, better. But if you don't happen to have it then you don't necessarily cut through the units they want. So when I cut a Fracti, they don't have, naturally, they don't cleave, but they have Brutal Impact. Brutal Impact 2, I believe, actually. So they're really good when they charge in. Their charge effect is nice. Their normal swings don't do much. And that was, I think, why they give these people Wedge, so that way they can actually, your unit, when it gets in, it does something. I'm, I, here I am laughing. What the hell is cavalry? <laughs> Um, you guys don't have any cap at all? No. Okay, I wasn't sure if you had some sort of no, automata no, no. that towns Although there are rumors that our Ra might be riding a uh, the steeled version of the dragon. So not the gun version, but the steel version. That's a that's a rumor. Yeah. I still wouldn't be like a cav unit, though, because it would be a character no. on his own. But All right. I think that gives right. us what we have for 100 Kingdoms. All right, two down, two to go. We are on to the Wadroon. So Dan's going to tell us just a little bit about who the Wadroon really are. Yeah, so Wadroon are your created race from the uh, uh, the Spires. Um, they're a nice mixture for those who played like Warhammer Fantasy. Um, they're kind of a weird mixture of the Orcs, but also the Ogres. Uh, and so far as like they have a very Orcish look to them, right? Very tribalistic. Um, lots of feathers, lots of... Uh, spears, like again, very orcish looking, right? Savage orcs. But um, the Wadroon were created by the spires and they're always constantly basically hungry, right? So they're always trying to hunt for food, which for those who play fantasy or Warhammer, that's an ogre trait. So it's a kind of nice little, it's a nice little mix in my opinion. You got your, your orcish savagery, but you also have your almost insane hunger of the ogres. Um and these are, I'm just for the model's sake, these are dinosaur riders. Mm. So for those who, who who want the dinosaurs or have been craving uh, painting the dinosaurs, uh, this this is your faction, <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Yeah, they're orcs that ride dinosaurs. Yes. Or just have dinosaurs as well. Like they have raptor packs and things like that as well. Yeah. All right. 
first change has always seems to be the supremacy, which is fine. Yep. Uh, seems to be two it. changes: the matriarch queen. Yep. So the characters. Oh, oh, sorry. Right. Yeah, no. it's okay. Because I, I got a scroll. There we go. You good, All right. You yep. Good, you the matriarch. So walks. Uh, the character stand gains the following draw event and is able to resolve up to two different draw events per activation. This supremacy ability is always considered to be active. I'm assuming there. Here's my guess. I am assuming it's the last sentence that got added. Um, the, actually, even the fact that you can do up to two draw events, oh. two different draw events per activation, that is new as well. Okay. Yeah, the cool. main part of the Matriarch Walks, what that ability is, is still there. Because um, she, she also has the draw event to the last breath. So it gives her the Matriarch Walks, and she may still do to the last breath. Okay. So. Perfect. Yep, they added that Neat. extra bit there. And then the Chieftain gets Shock Assault. While this character stand is on the battlefield, all friendly regiments gain the Shock Special Rule, uh, and this is always considered to be active. That Ooh. is all red. Is that all new? Yeah, so they changed it quite a bit. It, what it used to do... Okay, they gain the Shock Special Rule. If they already have Shock, then they gain Flurry during any activation in which they perform a successful charge. So they just removed it. You just get shock. Yeah, you just get no, shock. Yeah, you can't get flare anymore. And if you have shock for any other reason, if it is possible, no extra bonus. All right. Are you closing I mean, paints? No, no, that's me scratching okay. my nail. Um, no, no. So they remove. Eh, shock is still good. Ain't gonna be mad. Shock is still absolutely amazing. Well, remember, parts of this are bounds change. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, it, it's, what they change shouldn't make things necessarily better unless that was the problem. So this is a pure balance change. They, I mean, I've, I've won against Wadroon before. Wadroon, our damage, our damage output faction, huge. Oh, yeah. So this is a way to kind of tailor that back a little bit. Your chieftain, remember what Shock does. It just gives you a flat plus one to your clash. Um, it's not inspire. It's different. So you're not going to get that and re-roll and all of this. Because Shock used to be double inspired. So they gave you Flurry, which for all intents and purposes, you might have been almost flurrying anyway. Because by that time you were inspired, you were probably re-rolling sixes on fours exactly. and sixes. They just removed it. Now you get Shock, but you can get Inspire as well, which are two different yep. bonuses. All right. Um, they The next thing that they change is they change... So remember, the Drum Beast and the Tontor are... They were listed previously, but now they're actually going to get a model. So they've updated who takes it, where they take it. So Zion of Conquest and the Chieftain can both take it as... Uh, uh, sorry, as restricted. My apologies. Um, like the Zion of Conquest, he has the Drum Beast as restricted. That is the same. The Chieftain gets... Oh, sorry. Um, the Chieftain before had the Drum Beast. He now gets the Tontor. Sign a Conquest. Is it literally they swapped? No, actually, Sign a Conquest couldn't take any of them before. Now he may take the Drum Beast. So he took nothing before he takes the Drum Beast. Chieftain swapped Drum Beast for Tontor. It's a brand okay. new model going to come out. They got to be able to take him somewhere. Exactly. Um, I don't know yet if they've shown us how the base will look whether it's two bases or what they're going to do. 
they were trying to not do two, trying not to do two bases for it, but we'll see. What the Tontor? Yes. No, it's gonna be two bases. It's gonna be. Well, two they bases. they were talking about trying not to. I don't know if they ever did that. The math of base is huge. I agree. I mean, they could always do a new type of base. Very true. But we'll see. Um, I don't know. I know it's going to be a little bit before it comes out. Um, Hide of the Silent Hunter. The main thing that it gives Bastion 1 is the same, but the character stand doesn't receive the draw effect. Yeah, that's pretty common. If you get Bastion 1 draw event, the character stand isn't benefiting. So here's a stupid question before I read the next yes. one. It seems like every single faction got a new relic or new artifact. Am I crazy in this? Because, mm. well, first of all, Not all of them. Eldar Braun to skip. Is that new? Yes, that's brand new. Oh, but you know what? It's for the Tontor. That's why. Okay. Yeah, and sense. it's Chieftain only. Um, okay. Well, the Chieftain, is the Tontor the one he takes? Yes. Okay. Thank you. I would hope so, because that's... <laughs> we better hope them. We better hope so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it yeah, has it right there. I said, um, I just saw the extra bit of it. Um, all right, so Elder Bronto Scrap. Um, this character stand changes type to Calvary. I like said, this is Chieftain only 40 points. You change your type to Calvary, you get plus one to your march, gains Brutal Impact 2, Impact 4, Line Breaker, and Trample Special Rules, and may no longer purchase any retinue models. The stand may also not purchase the Tontor Rider Mastery as well. And that's already 40 points. So wait, that's 40 points on top of the map. Oh, hold on. Give me a second. I gotta wait, no, he cannot purchase the Tontor Rider Mastery. Oh, 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 you cannot oh got it, it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, got it. this isn't him on that. This is him being Cav to go with a Cav unit. Okay, makes sense now. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, th this is, he's he's doing something different. Essentially, he's able to hop on a different dinosaur. That's that's sort of how I see it as in my mind. All right, let's see what else they have. I think it goes straight to units now for other changes. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Uh, I'm scrolling as quick as I can. That's all right. Uh, veterans, <laughs> there we go. Veterans, veterans went down by, by 20 points. And, and their stands went down by 10. So they so got they quite got a bit cheaper. Cheap. Yeah, that's tw 20 points and then 10 an extra stand. That's enough where if you were taking a list with a sizable unit or a couple units, you're actually going to fit more in. Useful overall because the veterans, which are quite good. Actually, and the, the thing we missed before is the whole thing is this army has chance and we're going to see some of the units that didn't champ before now have it. Um. So timing is super important with these and and where or what type of chant they have is also very, very important. So I like this change overall. Cheapen up a few units here because uh, we're going to see later the new kits that are coming out got a lot, lot more expensive. All right. What else did we got? We got Slingers. Slingers got changes. And honestly, Slingers needed changes. They are cheaper. Did well, no, no. So I know what their change is. So like, this is what I'm yeah. talking about. They're cheaper, though. Forgot? That yes. was correct when I said that. So they got longer range, right? Mm -hmm. But now for it, so you might be saying, oh, my God, that's going to suck because every win they did was a Marat. No, no, no. 
They got longer range. So they, I believe they went from 14 to 18. I have them listed as 18. They might have the done. They one? might have done a partial. Yes, there might have been a partial okay. edit. Yeah, it might have been, yeah, it was fourteen to eighteen. Mm-hmm. But now, for every two wounds caused by the regiment as a result of the volley action, you take a morale test. All right. So before it was fourteen inches. Every wound is a morale. Now it's eighteen inches. Every two wounds. So horizontal change. <laughs> I say. No, uh, it, it is it is overall downgrade. I think that's why you saw them get cheaper, because you know causing the extra morale. Let's face it: wise magic many times, if it does damage, better than shooting because it does morale. Being able to morale someone is good, so you can fire a bit further, but overall you are having less output, out output of of, of damage. Yeah, because normally in shooting you don't take any whatsoever. So instead of taking against all, you take a few. The extra four inches is useful. Most other shooting is a bit shorter. So you are outranging to a, to an extent. But I remember in the past when I went against Slingers, honestly, to me, I like this better because getting the, getting closer by four inches, that's absolutely doable. Your opponent will get there or you can move there. Like if you want to hit me or if I want to get to you, I'll get to the 14. I can get inside of those extra four. But I stand a better shot now at surviving against it because, well, other people do. Um, not so much me because I don't take morale, but because of all those morale. It's yeah, gonna be, say, it's gonna wait, be why do you care? Because I, I got um, no. to build my Nords one so, of these days. Counterpoint, counterpoint. Okay. Um, because I know what range 14 feels like, it doesn't mm-hmm. feel good. No. I would say... I would say this. I, w- I like this buff a lot. I think eighteen. Y- you said that you know fourteens eat and move it move into right, but these guys don't want to get stuck in combat. And for example, let me give you a very good example. I have Fireforged, right? The, the Dweg Fireforged. Mm. They are also fourteen, and they're very hard to play. They're very much like unless you're able to get shots on the flank while someone's tied up in combat, they're going to get charged and tied up. And sure, they have defense yeah. four with shields, right? Oh, that defense three with shields, which is amazing. But they don't do anything in combat. The, the main point of them is to shoot. So this extra four inches, I feel, in my opinion, is actually pretty damn, you know, good. No, it is. And and if you look at it, because this is a unit who's a defense one, no evasion, uh, resolve yeah. two base. If they, probably what, what it's more useful for is not so much someone getting to charge on you. Because if I'm at 14 or 18 inches and I really want to charge you, I'm still going to make it. The difference of four inches, I'm not saying, maybe, maybe it takes an extra turn or part of a turn, but you can get there. What this probably helps the most against is other shooting units because now you're outranging a lot of them. Not all of them, but you're outranging all of those shooting units because when they shoot at you with your defense one, assuming, because and if they happen to have armor piercing at all, you get no save. You're just taking flat model losses, flat wounds. Yep. So being able to outrange them means that you can actually aim and fire or back up a little bit and fire and keep them, you know, kind of at that that hard to reach area for themselves you know onto you. I don't like ballistae from the Dweg, and the one reason I take them in my list mm-hmm. is because of these guys. Because I know that my Dweg can trade with these guys at eighteen inches at a much better thing because I'm armor pierce one. Yeah. These are like my Dweg's number one target because these guys can be fairly annoying. 
Yeah. So you make a very good point about the armor pierce. Yeah. I mean, even if they don't, they're only saving on ones. But if you, you know, they can't trade versus a shooting unit in general. Before, they did better because of all the morale. Now they do some morale. That helps them a little bit. But if someone has decent stats, when they fire back at them, it's going to get bad. So that's also why they got a little cheaper. All right. We are looking at the hunting pack for the next change. Apparently, this is the big change that people liked. Yes. 15 points cheaper for one. Oof. Loose formation. Which Excellent. is great. Um, and stands in this regiment count as being size one. Huge. Oh, that's huge. Huge. That's massive. Okay, so Dave, explain the massiveness. Okay, so the big thing you have to... Mm-hmm. There's two reasons why this is very big. All the rest of the rules are the same. So if we think about the hunting pack, it's hunting pack are a whole bunch of little like velociraptors. Because unlike the movie Jurassic Park told you, velociraptors are actually about the size of a turkey. So you got all these velociraptors. Loose formation is useful because that means if someone's going to shoot at them, you're essentially on half shots. So they're taking less damage in. Remember, these guys are de- uh, defense one, evade one. So they don't want to get hit much. Um, for the swarm, being counted as size one makes it a lot easier for you to hide behind units and hide behind other models. Remember, in terms of shooting, when you are shooting at, you can't see over an enemy that is as essentially in that size category. So you being size one is going to mean that you can hide behind a lot more items and a lot more pieces so you won't be seen. You can actually get into people. That that is to me the big the, the what I see about it. I don't know if there's any other natural benefits to being size one. To me, it's in terms of being able to hide. You, you there? No, no. Okay. I'm trying to think. That's, about it. <laughs> that's okay. No, my brain was racking. Oh, maybe like line of sight stuff. Yeah, that's what I think. I think it's pure line of sight. It is useful for your line of sight to keep you out of line of sight until you're ready to pounce on someone. Yeah. Yeah. Keep in mind, this is a unit opportunists and, and all of that where they're really, honestly, they're only really good if they can get into someone's flank. So you want whatever you can to help them survive. They got cheaper. They got useful rules to help them survive the shots that are coming in. Um, they don't get impacted. It's with loose formation. doesn't matter. All right. Um, other things. We'll talk about the Quartal. We'll go to that one. Uh, Quartal has Bellowing Roar. Do you have what Bellowing Roar is? Oh, no, I see I'd it. Have to. Oh, it, it's actually in the document. It's a tiny bit further down. Um, hey! Bellowing Roar. So, this is one of your monsters. This is a dinosaur. It lets it chant. This regiment, Oh, Jesus! Yep. This regiment <laughs> counts... <laughs> As found the Cult of Conquest and benefits from and uses the War Chant Army rule. They may only chant from the from the Cult of Conquest. So it now chants the same thing with your Apex Predator. Your Apex Predator now chants. Chants Conquest, but it now chants. That is that is huge. Yep. Uh, Apex Predator also got two That's- extra wounds, which is nice. But it being able to chant... So the one big thing that I've seen by playing against this army is the chants are... That is your special rule. Every army gets a special rule. There's this chanting. 
the way that Shannon's working, certain units can benefit from it. When you pick a regiment, depending on who their war leader, who their leader is, depends on what chant they do and all of that. We'll go into more details of exactly how it works another point. The big key is chants automatically happen when you hit enough cards. Okay. Which means you have to really time who chants or who goes when. Because, oh, this card came off the top of the deck. Oh, it's the time when I have to do a chant because my stack's too big. A chant goes off. Oh, that wasn't what I wanted in this position, all of that. Adding it to your dinosaurs means that, one, for conquest, if that's the chant you want, you're going to get it a lot easier because you have more ways to have it if you're taking these. But it also means they benefit from it. Um, can you scroll up and tell us a little okay. bit about what conquest does? Because I don't, have I don't. It in this it's in the document. Yes, I don't I think it. Seconds. It's the same as the old one was as well. If not, I can scroll uh -huh. up as well. Yeah. It's, okay, I'll scroll up as well. But it's it's tough. It's not as Wait, useful to talk about. Yeah, it's in the. It's like the first page. It's not as useful to talk about what it there does it unless we talk about what conquest means. Uh, tier one, which is two markers, you yep. gain plus three to march. Uh, when performing the first march action, which is very nice, mm -hmm. uh, tier two, which is three markers, you add plus two to evasion characteristics to a maximum of three. <laughs> Squiggly dinosaur, and tier three, which is three markers and the fanatic special. Yeah, rule. you have to have you have to have fanatic to do it. Oh, okay. Then uh, this you can perform a third action. Normal restrictions apply during this activation round. Yeah, but extra move, very big extra evasion. So not only, and remember, they don't have to be the ones benefiting from it. They can just be setting a unit up for it themselves. So you could have them be chanting your second marker and then a different unit's chanting the third marker, which sets it off. And now they get those bonuses. Remember, the bonuses are cumulative as well. So you're talking about, where's the apex? Move seven. You have the apex could go up to move 10. Apex could yeah. be an evade two. Defense three, there's things that cut through defense three. There's plenty of units that can do that. But you'll get to an evade. That's big. Or the quartal being evade four. It's better than its defense. Now you really have this thing surviving. So, um, great changes. Great changes for those models. Um, fun changes. I'll put it, fun changes for the army. It's good for the models, yes, but it's just fun for the army. Let an army use its special rules. All right. Next biggest changes to me are the drum beast the drum and the tontor. These guys are rather different. First of all, they're almost like a hundred points above what they used to be. Actually, are they exactly a hundred each of them? No, not quite a hundred, but they're both close to a hundred points more expensive. Mm. Um, rules wise, some of them are the same. Some of this changed. So, like uh, for the drum beast. Um, he's 330 points now. He used to be 230. He's Brutal Impact 2. That's the same. He's Cleave 1 instead of Cleave 2. He has 6 impact hits. He has Line Breaker. He's Fearless. He's Trample 10. He used to be Trample 4. So Trample 10 now. Um, sound of the Drums. He's Oblivious. And he has the Bellowing Roar as well. Um, what is Trample again? Remind me. So what Trample does is at the end of its activation... If there's an enemy in the arc, they take that many hits. It's essentially aura death when I'm done, not when you go. Yikes. Yeah. So if the drum beast goes in, hits him, 
does damage, and they're still alive. Okay, I'm done. Boom. Tramplets. Um, you count as size four. You are giant. That's like the biggest thing that's been in the game ever. And March of Giants, it always counts as inspired. So it's Clash 2. It's effectively Clash 3 for all intents and purposes. There's obviously I, cases I, where it doesn't I'm happen. Just, I'm looking at the wounds just really quick. I know it didn't change, but Jesus Christ. Oh, 26 wounds. But remember, it's 330 points. That's a huge yeah. point sink. Um, and he is limited to one per warband. The uh, the other one, the Tontor, is not. Oddly enough, he is actually not limited. Man, it's got so much. And Linebreaker, you're not getting any bonuses with the Cleave one. So they they, they removed the extra thing, uh, the extra Cleave. It did have Linebreaker before, but they moved an extra Cleave. You now get some sort of save against this guy. Uh, Tontor, he has most of the same things. He's got his Brutal Impact 2. He's got his Cleave 1. Impact 6. So 6 Impact hits, a Brutal Impact 2. He also has Linebreaker. He's Fearless with that Trample 10. He gets Relentless Blows. Remember, Relentless Blows is rolls of 1 cost 2 hits. He has 16 dice that he does on his attack. Um, he's Oblivious, so they take a lot less wounds, or half the wounds, essentially, from Resolve Tests. And, yeah, he Bellows as well. He always counts as inspired. He is size four. means he can always be seen, essentially. Um, he's, he's 80 points more than he used to be. So these guys, they went up huge in points. I mean, they also went up in trample. They went up in... I think it's fair. I mean, they are, they are better. 100% are they better. And they are very good units with tons and tons of wounds. Can't wait to actually see one on the board. All right. Um, we have some command model changes. Flintnapper. Do you have what the old Flintnapper was? I do not. Let me really quick flip to said Flintnapper. Yeah, it should be like one of the last pages. Yep. Uh, so read it to me and I'll tell you. All right. Um, this regiment rerolls failed to hit rolls of six when performing a volley action. Okay. Furthermore, any regiments do not gain benefits from the hardened special rule while making defense rolls against the regiment's volley actions, including the currently attached character stands. Ooh, that including is what... Uh, okay, so the it. character gets it as well. All right. Okay. Not getting hardened is actually no very No more useful. character hardened. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Uh, skirmisher. And then, so this regiment, including attached character stands... Adds plus one to the march and performs a free additional withdrawal action each round. Including the character stands. Whatever. Yep. Yep. So your characters get it as well. I mean, that makes it your, your character would need to get it as well. Otherwise that's a weird thing of how that works. All right. Oh my God. Look at the Tontor writer. Uh, yep. I'm making you do it. All right. Nope, that's fine. That's you. Okay. So we talked <laughs> about Bellowing Roar. Tontor writer is a new thing. Uh, Bellowing Roar. They yeah. can they can do war chant or uh, they mm -hmm. can benefit from the uh, war chant army rule and they can only chant cult of conquest. Done. Yep, yeah, that's the dinosaurs. <laughs> the dinosaurs get that. So Tontor also, Rider. Real quick, fanatic. Huh? Really quick before he gets lost. Yeah, fanatic did change real quick. When it runs yeah, special, to maximum three. Uh, maximum three because that seems like it's going to get lost. All right, do it. 
<laughs> All right, so Tontor Rider. The big thing is this is how this actually works for you, for the Tontors. The character stand does not use a separate stand, so it joins the monster regiment in its warband. A chieftain must choose to join a Tontor regiment, whereas a Scion of Conquest can either choose a drum... Sorry, must choose a drum beast. So we saw that before, that those are the ones that they join. They're the restricted options for them. This regiment marches based on the monster regiment's march characteristic as opposed to the lowest. So notice, he's not on it, he's with it. it is, is the way they're kind of talking about it there. The character model must be physically represented on the monster regiment it is attached to. It can no longer perform the seek new escort action and no longer access to a retinue. So you can't leave. You are intents and purposes, you are on it. Even though the way they word it, you're not necessarily on it, but you're on it. Um, this character stand is still considered to be attached to the regiment, even without a stand. So you don't have your stand, but you are part of the unit and therefore can not, can be involved in duels. So you're allowed to fight this thing specifically. Furthermore, it's considered to be in contact with the enemy stands that the monster is. So you and the monster are one, although you can be dueled separately. You use the monster's move. You don't worry about your own or anything. The monster regiment rerolls failed defense rolls of sixes. This character stand gains the you and what army special rule. Um, do you have look up the you and what army special rule? You might need to go to the base, base, rule, base rule book. That up. Base rule book. Uh, I don't have the base rule book. Open it up on what? Open up on the computer. Oh, yeah, 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 on yeah. The oh, yeah. I just I just can't flip around the screens. Is all. All right. Wait, you and what army? I should know this one actually. Because my it stupid up, dinosaur has this one. Look, then it. look it up on your own thing. In addition, a Zion of Conquest yeah, attached to the Drum Beast gains the Drum Beast Draw Event. Sorry, Drum Beat Draw Event. A Chieftain on the Tontor has its Way of the Wars ability no longer affect the regiment the carriage stand is attached to. Rather, the Chieftain may select a friendly regiment with an 8 to gain the effect. So, the Tontor can't get the effect. You can just choose someone else. Uh, if you decline a challenge, you don't become broken. Got it. Okay, thank you. So my, my, I was gonna say anyone that rides, I think anyone that rides a big boy gets that rule. Makes sense. So yeah, the, the monster doesn't break. He doesn't care. Um, yeah. So 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 that's what you get. So you are riding this thing. You remove your separate stand. You are on it. You can be challenged. Everything like that. You use the monster's stats for what it's doing, unless you are in a challenge. So, is this very different from the rider abilities that you have? Probably no. The reroll defense? Yeah, I don't get no reroll defense on mine. Okay. The shit is this? I want a reroll defense as of six Well, yeah, but you tend to have good defense, that's why. Very true. Yeah. No. You tend to. It doesn't mean everything. Let me see. Let me see the Tontor real quick. They're it's the same defense. They're both threes. Hmm. Remember, you can't compare everything across factions because different no, factions know, have exactly. different strengths. He's also. This is also double the amount. Oh yes, that's the other thing. Stories. For that many points, and this is you taking him and one of the guys being on here, taking essentially the special rule to ride one of these things so all right that um they oh they talk about a little bit of uh a little bit of of, of one of the special pieces they're an example but that's fine um less changes than the hundred kingdoms 
but very, very meaningful changes, especially in terms of the brand new models that will be coming out and, and how characters can go on them. Um, the Raptors, or the, sorry, the hunting packs really got nice and slingers were an important change. So very few changes, but very meaningful. All right. I assume then you have nothing to say about that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, um, no, cause I'm trying to think. Honestly, the biggest change to me were the, mm -hmm. the big things were the, the slingers. Yep. And the, um, hunting the, back. What the hell? Yeah, the hunting back. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, everything else. Again, it seems just again. Like I said, it's so hard to explain. Like, listen, Parabellum, not, there's not an insult. So bear with me. If you're listening to this. And anyone listen, there's not an insult against Parabellum. But like I come from GW, so I'm so used to being like, oh, my faction used to do this. Oh, I guess it doesn't do this anymore. Yay. You know what I mean? I'm so used to broad sweeping changes of a goddamn faction. And reading these, it's like, oh, these are such minor changes. Okay, this makes it. Yeah, oh, look at this. This is just minor change over here. You know what I mean? Yeah. They it's so hard to be like, it's, that's not a bad thing. That's they, not a bad thing, but it's just so weird to talk about because I'm I'm so used to uh, the best example when I played Custodes and all of our our infantry were uh, objective secured, and then the literal next bounce patch was only troops, meaning the very thing that Custodes were all all about just got lost. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's just like it's so they, it's so weird to like not have that. They didn't change the character of an army. That no. is what. And part of that can be, you could talk about being the bloat of, of say, 40k. You could talk about just the bloat of armies in 40k, where it's hard to have a character. Because how do you get 30 different types of character and not have overlaps? We'll see as this game grows and it gets more and more factions, will that become a problem? But none of these changes change the character of the army. What would Rune have always done? I, I see Wadroon, they are the glass cannons to an extent. Not everything is, is you know fits that, but overall, they're kind of glass cannons in my mind. They still have that. None of these changes remove that from them. Hunting packs will still collapse if your opponent actually gets into them. If they either get good shots on them, the loose formation helps. If they either get decent shots on them, if they get a lot of magic into them, if they get to charge them instead. But they're better at what they do. They fit their role better without changing their role. And so far, that's what all these changes have really done to, or have said to me. All right. We got one more thing left, and we got the Nords. So, speaking of the Nords, um, again, very briefly, just discussing who the Nords are. The Nords are sort of two parts to this. There is the truth and the lie. The lie is North mythology. So... The Aesir, Vanir, Ragnarok, all of those ideas, going to Valhalla, they believe all of that. They believe all of that because the Spires and the uh, sorry, Spires and the Weavers told them so. That's their Aesir and Vanir. Um, at some point, they leave. They get wiped out those spots, and then all the people, some I shouldn't say all, some of the people they took to Valhalla come back and say, "Hey, yeah, what those guys were talking about, it's all real." Look at me. I'm huge now because they genetically modified them um, while they put them <laughs> essentially in a hibernation waiting for whatever enemy it was that the spires and weavers were worried about. So the, the truth is essentially they're gene-enhanced humans. What they believe, though, is Norse mythology. 
So we'll scroll down to start taking a look at some of their differences. I know some of theirs. We'll get into more of them, but I do know some of theirs. Since they're um, the other faction I'm building up, I have to actually start building them. Biggest One of the biggest starting differences is the Einhinyar. Um, what it does is... Say that again? Einhinyar. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, they are... So the Einhinyar are essentially the denizens of Valhalla who have died as great warriors and been brought back. You know, in North mythology, that's pretty much who they are. Or their spirits are brought back, however you want to think about it. Um, normally what it does is when you start losing things, you get extra attacks. When you lose too much, you get flurry and all of that. Characters never got this rule. They also added in monsters. We're going to see that the uh, the mountain Jotnar does because he has a rule that says he does, but monsters don't. So your other Jotnars do not. That's what they changed. Because otherwise, um, as soon as you took a single wound, you got an extra attack. That's all it took. All right. Supremacy abilities. They have changed some of these. So which one? Blooded had his changed. Oh, just always active. Always active. So those ones are nice and simple. They're always on. That's so much better. Just leave them on all the time. Uh, Call the Storm is apparently rather different. Can you read current Call the Storm? The current one. Current one. Okay, that's, uh, you scared me for that. Like, no, 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 current. Uh, during your reinforcement phase, choose two friendly regiments per round, currently not on the battlefield, and after rolling for reinforcements to gain the Vanguard special rule. The supremacy ability is always considered to be active, uh, regardless of whether the character yeah. is currently on the battlefield. Or blah, blah, blah. So it's just the fact that it's always on, even if you're destroyed. Okay. Yeah, it, it, I've, I've faced this. It is absolutely amazing. So uh, a little bit about the Nords. The Nords excel. One of the things I feel they excel at is getting on the board and getting where they want to be fast. They have multiple ways to get people flank, which means you can choose when you come on, as long as you're allowed to come on, of course. This guy can give multiple units Vanguard. Other units have Vanguard naturally. You, They control the board early. That's a lot of the ways that I see what they do. Um, especially with things like, as we're going to see, trolls got a bit better. So th they have a lot of control elements. All right. Um, looking for other changes. They don't have many at all, do they? Look at these no. guys. We got to go all the way to Ark, to the... Um... Whoops, sorry. Went the wrong way. My apologies. To Arcane here. It's the Rune of Shielding on the Volva only. Um, it's that the character doesn't get the Bastion. It's the same thing as always. The regiment that you're on gets Bastion. You don't. That's a game-wide thing they've done. If your regiment gets Bastion, you do not. Um, I hope. I don't know. I hope there's no unit or, or no spot where it's the other way around. Like they oh get back. Well, like they that, that the character does get Bastion just like this one time. I really hope that's not actually different anywhere. All right, um, Bo Chosen. Bo Chosen are again one of those spots where it was arguably one of the best shooting units in the game. Uh, it depends on who you talk to or what you want. Bo Chosen, since they don't naturally have, um, okay, precise shots. If you roll a one. 
your target has zero armor. So you can think about them having armor piercing, but only if you roll a one. They don't have base armor piercing on everything. So if you have a heavy armored or, or some moderately armored, you could say these guys weren't as good. Someone else is better. You can make arguments, but they're still very strong. They are 10 points cheaper. They had their defense and evade swapped, which, like I said before, I think that's really good on a shooting unit because higher evade, that's what they take more. So these guys are a little bit less survivable and their range went down by two inches. Um, their additional stands, though, did drop 10 points each. I have to redo my whole list. My list had a bunch of bow chosen. They're a lot cheaper now. Ah. My original list was uh, two of the 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 city states and north starter sets and then uh then some of the the volva and some of her um some of her valkyries and all was the rest of my list so but i've actually gained quite a few points so i'd have to actually take a look and see i might be able to throw some extra upgrades at him before what else they got trolls gained oblivious trolls didn't have oblivious before wait yeah they did no no they didn't what nope i just checked they did not trolls did not have oblivious huh well i mean if you think about it, trolls were always defense two, no evade um resolve three so you could get wounds on them normally and resolves you could get through as well oblivious you're taking half in terms of the resolve wounds and the regeneration went by one they went regen six I agree. Um, Trolls are really, really good. I don't know if they need the extra regeneration, but if you're a six-wound stand, regen six just kind of fits nice for me. Five was a weird number because you were just off of putting a stand back. Just put a stand back. Math-wise, it's so much easier. Just put a stand back. So I, I like that change overall, and I don't even run Trolls. I kind of like more of the human for the faction, but maybe I'll get some trolls. Uh, Fenrir Beast Pack. They are... They more or less expensive now. Ooh, more. 20 no, points more. More. Yeah, they want to block. But they gained But they gained loose formation. Yes. Must have had that already. Yes. Yeah, loose Which, formation is good. Yeah. So, no, I won't say for 20 points. I'll take it. Yeah, 20 points, and I'm much more survivable versus shooting. Yeah. Yeah, I th I think that is something I would want to take, you know, and any any chance that I get to take a rule like that. Especially if this is another unit where defense one, um, evade one, two, their goal is to get in. Opportunists, you know, this is a cav unit. Uh, medium cav at move seven their goal is to get in so if you're trying to get in you need the ability to actually get there this is a great way for them to essentially be able to get there yeah. um i'm looking for something what am i looking for i'm looking uh, oh and they also have they also have fluid formation so they get a free reform so they have loose formation they take less damage and they can reform so they can turn do all that kind of stuff and like I said they have, you know, flank. So they come in when you want. And opportunists, their goal is to hit you in the flanks and rear. Um, useful change, because this is a unit that can do tons to someone. So 
I like it. Uh, next change looks to be the Sea Jotnar, who's a very nice looking model. Maybe one day I'll get one. George painted his. So Wait, you've got I... one? No. You... No, no, no. no, no. You've got the Mountain Jotnar. Yeah, no, the Sea Jotnar. He won because he's part of the um, Artisan series, so they're a lot more money. But also, uh... that would be something when I get to the point and I have more done that I would go with it. Um, he's cheaper. 20 points cheaper. He's faster. He went one up and move. He's moved seven now. And he gained an attack. So he's 13 attacks. So they just felt he was underperforming. Or they got a backlog of sea Jotnars. Oh, okay. What I will say, though, is they gave him the extra attack, which is useful, because he no longer gets blood of the Ahinyar. So he can't get the plus one attack when you wound him. So essentially, he's kind of base attacks. The, uh, did I miss the Ice Jotnar? Oh, no, there he is. Ice Jotnar, same thing. He got an extra attack. He got the extra attack because he cannot get the blood of the Ahinyar rule. Um, and he is, is he more expensive, less expensive? He's less expensive. He's 15 points cheaper. So he went down in cost as well. Mountain Jotnar, he gets to move one further. So essentially, all your Jotnars move seven. That makes sense. You're a giant. Yes, please. Jotnar. No, it also would make sense. <laughs> yeah, be fast. Um, but he has spiteful revenge. He does get blood of the Ahinyar, despite being essentially a monster. Huh. That's why they didn't give him an extra attack because you put one wound on him. He's then at the thirteen instead of the twelve. Man, okay, these guys will be the fastest. Oh, yeah, they have very, very few. The other things are, like, Savage. Um, the, the the regiment gets double time. Yeah, your character doesn't. That makes sense, because it's the unit that's the Bastion, the Thane. The regiment gains Bastion 1. Yeah, the character doesn't. That's it. That's their changes. They got so few changes. That's great. Um, Having played against them a few times. I have. Yeah. Three times. Um, they're fast they are very very fast they're fast and they can control what they do is probably their big things Um, oddly enough most of what they did really made them better nothing they did I would say change wise lowered anything because like yeah your monsters don't get blood of the Ahinyar but hey they've got extra attacks or the one that gets it didn't gain the extra attack, so he's still more attacks, and they're mostly cheaper, and they're a little faster. Um, even Bow Chosen, okay, Bow Chosen lost a little bit of range, but they're cheaper in general. Th- their their defense is switched around. Yes, I think that does make them a little bit weaker, and their their range makes them a little bit weaker. But for cheaper, that's pretty good, especially if you're running. Not that you should necessarily run two units of it, but if you're running a unit with a couple extra stands involved or maybe two units, you're making, between that and the Jotnars, you actually could be saving enough points to really put a couple extra stands somewhere else or put a couple extra upgrades that maybe you were getting a little bit tight on points for. But um, they got the least amount. They absolutely had the fewest uh, changes. Hmm. I'm interested to see how that feels and the trolls getting better that feels i don't know i gotta see that feels quite strong i don't know maybe other people are cutting down trolls crazy i finally now have units that can cut people down 
So maybe the problem was before I just didn't have the units that really like slam through people, you know, but now I have Varangian and guard. So maybe now I'll feel like, Oh yeah, they need a little something. Cause I'm just carving them up, but we'll see. All right. So let's go to some overall thoughts. So, uh, We've taught seven factions. Biggest winner. Who's the biggest winner? Who who won Balance Gate? Okay. This is going to sound weird. If you say Dweg. No, no, no. no. Watch, watch, watch. The reason I say Dweg is because Because you're a fanboy. No, 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 no. Because now playing against them, right? Me taking certain things doesn't feel like a, like a, ugh, man, this sucks and I'm taking this, but. it's the rules that do it right you know what i mean that's a big winner in my book so the fact that you tone some like uh, no i get it Uh, yeah i do not explain this one so you got a better way to explain what the hell i'm saying Uh, a normal uh, an average person so we're not talking about a win at all cost type player an average person wants a good fun and balanced game they want to feel at all points that they have a chance of winning but they want their opponent to feel it as well. Um, the, the ideas of hollow victories ring out otherwise. The problem that Dwegholm had before, and I don't know yet if they fixed it, but the problem they had before is to some extent they weren't necessarily very fun to play against at times. And you could see in a lot of circles where they were dominating. And people don't... You shouldn't enjoy playing something that dominates all over the place, nor would you enjoy playing against something that dominates all over the place. And now, um, your meta could make this a little bit different, but overall, it was a pretty good consensus that they were the strongest. The changes that they've done, for the most part, have put them a little bit more in line, or at least feel like they've attempted to put them in line. They've done a light hand, which I prefer, because you don't want it to be where, oh, I'm a Dweg player, oh, I guess I was too good for so long, oh, now all my stuff is garbage. Like, no, your stuff is still good, you're going to get about one less unit, or a couple less upgrades, Two. Yeah. yeah. About two, yeah. Yeah, look, we'll we'll see how that goes. And hey, maybe it'll be good enough. If not, uh, we do another little small tweak. Um so so I absolutely get that. Um that distinction. I absolutely do. Um I would say Hundred Kingdoms would be the other one for me, by the way. I was gonna say Hundred Kingdoms. Yeah. Um to me, you know, getting cheaper banners means you know, you got a lot more rerolls, you got a lot more consistency. And for an army like that, I think they really want the consistency. They got good tweaks on their cav units. Some got a little better, some got a little bit worse, but they got tweaked appropriately. I now see where you have a variety of cav that you can take, and it's, you know, there's not necessarily, oh, you must take this one. No, there's reasons to take the different ones for wherever they are, maybe because some of them are a little bit cheaper, maybe because the other one got a little more expensive or lost a rule or, or, or some of those changes. And... I think the dynastic alliances um, makes more sense now, better in general for what it does. And your mage just having a supremacy ability means if you just wanted to take the mage, you can do it. You you now have abilities to do that. Um, the mage didn't say like it can't be the warlord, right? I'm saying that. No, no I didn't see that. Okay, good. I know some things. Um, I know hybrid deacons cannot be warlords. There's not many other cases where that's a thing. No, yeah. But... I just wanted to make sure that the mage didn't have something. I'm checking now also just to be sure. Uh, nope. Okay, good. I was really worried that I was talking all about that and it turns out he doesn't. But, like, he's cheap. If you want to take him, you're allowed to take him. Like, you, you, you have options for this kind of stuff. So, um, biggest loser. Is there a biggest loser? 
I'm no. going to make you pick one I, anyway. You got to pick one. Nords because they didn't change much. Like, <laughs> like that. Like okay, yeah, okay. I, Nords because they didn't change say, much. But you could almost say that then they came out some of the best because they didn't need the changes. They didn't need changes. Exactly. And their changes That's are the all problem. good. So, they had no bad. And changes, I, I so mentioned this before, and again, I love Games Workshop. You know what I mean? I play their games and everything. They don't sponsor us. If they did, they don't sponsor us. So even if they, they did, no. Honestly, even if <laughs> the first did, curse words in a long time, no, fuck even them. if they did no, give us stuff, I would still be the same way about it. But exactly. it would just be I'm nice gonna, to review I'm not some gonna, stuff ahead of time. Listen, I will. What's the word? Shit. Oh, when you when you when you really like someone and it's like a streamer and you give them money. God damn it! It's a Gen Z word. Uh, I, 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 you're good. thinking of a new term. No, yeah, it's like when you, you mean, when like, you mean like our Patreon, the, which we no, have no, but like a girl streamer, and you like throw money simp? at them and simp. Thank you. There Jesus. you go. Whoa, I'm old. Holy shit! We're all oh, old. No. Oh my god, that was the oldest moment I've had. No, so I'm not going to simp for GW. I'll simp for them when I want to simp for them when they actually deserve it, right? And there, there has been times when they deserve it, but I'm going to simp right here for Conquest for Parabellum. I'm so tired of companies when they balance and they hammer it yeah. right and it, it sucks it really does because when you play something for example like custodies where their whole goddamn point was that all of them were objective secured because they were infantry and that's what they're and then it just goes you're left with an entire army that's overpriced with an invulnerable save that doesn't hold objectives anymore so you're like almost pinhole certain armies now right or certain builds and it sucks and then all of a sudden at the end of ninth edition oh their objectives secured again but their points don't reflect that so now they're still cheaper. So now they're back on top. So it, that huge swinging motion of a hammer, I absolutely hate it. It makes me so distasted with, an, with a game sometimes, which is why I haven't played 40K in, God, when was the last time I played 40K? Jesus. I don't even uh, know. No, for you, it's, I, I, I think for you, it's probably about a month, month and a half. Yeah. Was that Sigmar? No, that was 40K. No, that, was no, 40K. that was 40K. I, I, that was 40K. Um. And even so, it was just I didn't enjoy the game. The guy I played against was enjoyable, right? The models were enjoyable, but the game just sucked. Yeah. Um, and Jay, Dave, I think, was there, seeing me just yes. look at me like, oh, oh no, I, I remember watching. It. Yeah, you, you. And I think you, I won, even even if I, I did win, and I was just still like, yay. And there's I, there's plenty of games out there where a win can still feel bad because the game doesn't feel good itself. Yeah. So. Then I look at this, right? And I see like the Dweg, for example, right? And they got more expensive. And in your head, you're like, oh, no, now I got to change it. But they got expensive by what? 10 points a pop? Maybe yeah. 15 at times? That loses me in total a unit or two. So I don't really change my list, but I lose some flexibility. Absolutely. Right? Um, you know, it, it, it nerfs the ability of my ability to stack 14 tokens on 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 to pass a defense. I still don't know how people did it. Although Ray was telling me that you save it for like eight turns. Yeah, yeah just save I it. I don't know how people – no, I use it because what I do is I use it to save like, you know, the Thanes, for example, or I use it yeah. to save the Warriors. I guess people just use it like a one, one-off one big dick, you know. Yeah, that's all they were doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they were just saving it. Yeah, just, I don't agree with that, but that's just a play style. Anyway. Um, but no, they limited it. Doesn't matter. They limited it. I agree with it. So these nerfs that they did, it's not like I'm sitting here like, oh my God, they nerfed Marmory. I'm sitting here like, yeah, no, that makes sense. They shouldn't have been able to do that in the first place. I agree with this. And so it's almost like, yeah, you got nerfed. But to me, it's almost a win because I feel good about the nerf. 
Yes. My opponent probably feels good about the nerf. I'm sitting here like, wow, this isn't bad at all. I These make sense. So I got to give Parabellum props where props are due. I'm so used to the being shit on by by whenever balance you know you almost hear balance patches coming out or balance and you and you're just like you know you dread it here i'm if this is what they do normally honestly i don't mind this at all i don't mind this this is something i don't mind looking forward to yeah been like oh well yeah they tweaked it like this oh that makes sense uh so uh, quickly sorry that was my long no 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 it's fine (laughs) um i would say biggest loser overall to me not by much i would say old dominion just because it's one harder to get the abilities off in general. We'll see how it plays, but they oh. that they were one of the few spots that changed the army rule in a negative fashion. Most other spots, the base army rule didn't change at all or change in a positive, but that's fine. You know that if, if they felt that was a problem, cool. We'll see how it goes. Exactly um, for for overall. So mimicking your idea there, one I do love the changes overall. Even even the spots where I feel the changes are are. are negative to my army i still love the idea of the changes because it's looking for balance Uh, if that is the goal of the game to my mind that should be the goal of every game i don't care how big the game is i don't care anything else like that your game should attempt balance your game will never achieve it it's an impossible objective to truly get Yes. And, and you can sit and say, you know, like super old games like Battletech or Super Bounce. They might be super. I was balanced, gonna say, not, unless you're Battletech, but, that but was a joke. That, it's not fully balanced. No, nothing is because it's 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 too hard to do that. There's at least always a level of imbalance because there's RNG in the game. You are actually rolling dice, so you are going to change things. So, so I'm fine with that. I'm fine without perfect balance. I'm not looking for it, but I want reasonable balance. I want to look at, you know, going into a game. And, you know, we've had it in the past with, you know, again, using 40K as the example because there's so many factions the game's been around so long. Um, and, and people will know it. If I use other examples, they may not. But that, you know, if we go back to 5th edition Leaf Blower, okay, you go against that, you're probably just losing. Most armies do. So there's a such idea as a bad matchup. And there's ones where it's almost the idea of an unwinnable matchup. And that's what you want to avoid. Um, I remember back when I was playing playing Moral Song, Ice, and Fire. I uh, played Targaryens. And I when dragons came out, yeah, I was playing dragons. That's what I wanted. Um, certain armies, they weren't going to win. If you were, if you were playing... Um, like If you were playing like Free Folk, you could usually pretty easily beat us. If you're playing Starks, you could pretty easily be, beat us. But if you're playing with Baratheons, no, you've lost. If I know what I'm doing, if we're both competent players and the dice don't swing the worst ever, you weren't going to beat me. And it's just, that that was a factor of the army. It's the way they worked. It was an intrinsic to the game. And that's a problem. And, and the game is different now. They balance different things and different factions go up and down. And we're going to see that here. Factions that were at the top will change. I'll be interested to see, especially as this game grows in general, who is sitting at the top, where exactly they sit, when percentage, and does it change? Um, I know like ACO, I, I can't go because my wife has a, has some shows that weekend. I forget that's like two weeks from now or whatever it is. Um, but I'm curious out of there, okay, what are the lists going to look like? What are the, what are the wins going to look like? And even that, it's, it's a small, small slice of the community of, the, of what you're looking at. As this game grows, and I do hope it truly grows, as it grows and we get more data, I'd be very interested to see in these balances, how much does it really shake it up? I don't feel there's a large shakeup. 
But what I like is that I don't feel it needed it. 40k needs some pretty big shakeups. 10th edition is going to do that. And for everything we've seen so far, I like the shakeups that I've seen. Um, yep. As we sort of transition to the uh, to the ending of the show, we're going to be doing some 40k stuff once once we have Tenth points. Edition. Yeah, once yep. we have some points in our hands. That that we don't have yet. We have the rules now. The, the rules, rule book. Yeah, the rule book came out. Yeah, the rule book is out. We've I've read it. Yep, um, me too. I, I'm, I, I'm actually very excited. I like every. Honestly, I like everything I see. There's three big things I don't like, but I'm not going to spoil it yet. Uh, I'll well, spoil okay. one. Well, uh, let's do this real fast uh, first. Uh, uh, then. So, for yeah. anyone who is done with conquest stuff, you guys are, uh, of course, obviously able to leave and 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 go anything like that. Because I am now curious, so I'm gonna I'm gonna flip to this so I know on the screen. Otherwise. Uh, what are the three things you don't like? Re oh, okay. You want yeah, all wanna, three or you yeah, want one? Yeah, maybe okay. I'll cut this into something separate or I'll do it here. It depends on how long it takes. Yeah, I want to know. Very quickly, the three things that rub me the wrong way, right? Mm -hmm. Lone operative, I don't like. Just in um, general? Because you can't shoot uh, outside of 12? Yes and no, because I feel it can be easily abused and it promotes negative game tactics. Because all of a sudden you have, and I don't think it's on many models, which is fine, but the idea of, let's say you don't have a shooting army, you are never ever targeting that person ever. Um, with bolt pistols or anything, or you're not ever going to get to that person. Right, just get in um, close combat. Nothing stops your close combat. Anymore. Yeah, it's just, but it's, I don't know. I feel like it can be abused because you know what it, it brings my mind to? It brings my mind to, um, the old bodyguard ability that used to get abused where you put yes. the bodyguard behind a building and then you put the character up front and you can't, that's why. So I, I feel like I'm not smart enough to figure out, but I'm pretty sure someone can use loan. That in and of itself seems like a breakable thing. I'm not I, smart enough to break so it. I think the big part that, that stops it from breaking overall in my mind, at least is the fact that it's, you can't shoot outside at 12. There there's, in the old bodyguard rule had, oh, if the other model, if the bodyguard, you have to hit them. Like, that's the rule. You must shoot them. All right, well, if you can't see them, you're not allowed to shoot them all like this. This rule is just, if you get within 12. And they are lone operative. Mm -hmm. They're model on their own. So I, mm -hmm. I think it's a good trade-off because in reality, you want your models in units. That's where they're going to do all their good work. Yeah. So the ones that are lone operative, I, I, I think that's okay. But huh. we got to wait till to see everything and see who all has it. Command point rerolls was the other one. I never liked command point rerolls. Okay. Um, I don't mind them using for stratagems. Command point rerolls were something I just never liked in general. That's just a me thing, though. That's my okay. opinion. No, that's also. Fine, it, I noticed it doesn't specify how it interacts with bulk dice rolling, but I'm assuming it's going to interact the same way. Um, but I yes. find it funny that they but, no that by out. by the end, by the beginning rule yes they, they, they mm. earlier on in the rule book talk yeah. about that uh, and. This is more, and me and John agree on this one, Okay. Uh, that you can block bases with flying models. Now, I know, okay, I know in my heart what, they block, do this because they- You mean so like- So flying I, models, yeah, flying models have 170 mil bases, yes. right? These are the 170 mil. You can still like use flyers to block movement, essentially. You can't move through them, um, which to uh, me never made sense. You can yeah, move through- yeah, mm -mm. Can't move through enemy units. Are you sure with Flyer they had that? I thought yeah. I read that you could. thought they were the one type no. you could. I, I think you can't move through them, or at least you can't like be Ooh. near their base, which to me just no, never felt you, good. No, I'm pretty sure you have exactly backwards on that. Uh, I have the. Oh. Let me pull it up. Let me check. 
Okay, pull um, it up. The, the, the part but that also I the find... fact that it can be used to block areas also pisses me off because they're flying. Why is it blocking this area as it's flying? That also angered me. But again, that's more of a personal... That was more of a personal... Yeah, um, no. Okay, so here here's the, here's the wording. When a yeah. unit is selected to make a movement, to, to, to move in the movement phase, if the only enemy model that's engaged with is aircraft, boom, you can just do what you want. Cool. Whenever a model makes any kind of move, it may move over enemy aircraft models as if they were not there. And can be moved within engagement range of enemy aircraft models, but it cannot end the move on top of another model or yeah. within engagement range of any Which enemy I understand aircraft. you don't want to put models, listen, you don't want to put models on top of people's bases. Fine. I understand. Yeah, yeah they don't let you do that. That's the well, one thing. You can walk over like, them, just the can't stand on God damn big. You can block off literally huge swaths of the battlefield. Anyway. And now see, I would have said it's the opposite. I would say the rough part is if you have an aircraft, because now you move and then pivot. Not That's pivot no, that I like. That is a change I do like. But that means, now it helps you. Yeah. Well, so your problem was that you don't run a flyer, so you want to stop flyers. I would say this is no, much no, no. rougher on flyers because this means, oh, I see the angle you're moving. You're moving at least 20 inches. I can guarantee I can potentially where I am. I can guarantee. make sure you can't land or you're just going to overshoot all everything you want to hit because I position myself well. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's anything too much that I don't like. I like most of the changes that Overall, I've seen. I like everything else. Yeah, no, everything else I, I like. Yeah, um, most of it is just opinion. Most of it was just my opinion. Yes. Stuff. Uh, some of the some of the gamey parts, or not necessarily gamey, but some of the interesting things to see is things like um, emergency disembarkation now is um, not a stratagem. So a tactic some people used to do before, you blow up my vehicle, but I'm close to an objective. I'm going to just spend my CP, emergency disembark, boom, get to that objective. You can't do that anymore. But if I put some models around it, then I could do it. So like certain tactics have changed or the ability of tactics, and you have to do something a little bit different. Um, Getting onto objectives, since now if you charge, you if you can base, you must. That means that using you as sort of a slingshot to get me closer to objectives I want might not work the same way. Um, overall, I like everything. I just got—I got to see some points, and I got to see the rest of army rules. That's what I wanted. Well, so apparently, <laughs> GW notes. <laughs> apparently, uh, some points did get leaked. What are you doing? But it's very. But it's very. Um, apparently, some points did get leaked, but apparently, it's uh, like. It's so it's it, it's not credible. Is the word I was looking okay. for? Okay, they're not credible yeah. whatsoever. That I haven't I haven't seen anything like that. Yeah. The rules are everywhere. It you know so the, we're not breaking anyone's knowledge. If you just look, you can find the rules. They're everywhere. Oh no, yeah, no, they were on Reddit. They were literally on Reddit, guys. They're on Reddit. Every Facebook page. There's tons of internet literally videos cannot about talk them. About leaks that already happened. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's tons of YouTube videos now about it already. Um, Dude, also, I've got a shout out. I, I know, like. Auspex tac- uh, tactics? No, uh, yeah, tactics. No, tactics. Jesus, that man is a monster. He YouTube that is man. like what he does, and he's just ready to go at that all times. Man, I it it leaked, and like five seconds later, his ass had a video on it, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I I don't know how he does it that fast. My my assumption, actually, even to some point, he might even have some base stuff kind of like ready to go, and just like. I know this content's going to show up, <laughs> oh, and as soon as yeah, it's there, much. I can record my parts and launch into it. Um, I don't know, like it's 
Hey, he does. He does. He does great work for what he does. Um, yeah. for some of the people I out there. No, 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 no. He does really good. Um, I like everything I see. As soon as we have some points, we're gonna test it out. And like I said, even if we have to do some TTS stuff to try out some other armies, as soon as we have any of it, because I do want to, yeah, I do want to try it out and see, see how it feels. You know, I, I've always loved the idea of 40k. I just don't like the game as much. And I'm yeah, hoping well, this I, I, changes my it's, mind. It's split between either the, and this is me being nice. So it's split between either the game or the people. That's the problem. And it, it 40k either attracts not great people, or it, it's the game just becomes. And it's no fault of the people. Sometimes the game just becomes, just, no. It's it's it's, a nice way to... it's the Yu-Gi-Oh of miniature war games. Oh, yeah. No, I've, I'm I... gonna ser- sorry. I'm gonna reserve that for War Machine. Nah, nah. I've heard nothing. Nah, nothing. I've, I've, I've... If you're nah, a Yu-Gi-Oh player and like you're not a scumbag, that's great. All I've ever heard is bad things about Yu-Gi-Oh players. But that could just be our area. It could just be that's just like not a. Doesn't pull in great people. Forty. Well, let's face it though. Forty K pulls in such a variety of people like that because it's the most popular game. It's the one out there. It is. If if some other game was the big game, they would be the ones with this polarizing audience. But you know what? I don't go to big tournaments. I play at the local, and if I don't want to play against you, I'll I'll just say no. I'm. Exactly. I never feel bad. You know, if it's going to be multiple hours of my life, I don't feel bad saying. No, I don't want to play. I'll I'll say that even if I like the person, if I know, oh, you brought blank army and that's just going to be a slaughter, I'll be like, no, I'm just not going to play against that army. Like, if you want to bring something else or I'll bring something else or something like that, we'll have a discussion. Cool. But like, this ain't going to be fun for either of us. It's almost like you're arguing that you must discuss with your opponent before the game begins. What are you doing over there? You're making so much noise and running around. It's my cat. <laughs> it's not even me. My cat found the stupid um thing. Let me mute. And, it, hold on. Let okay, me yeah. mute and kill my cat. Okay. <laughs> okay go. I'm not going to kill my cat. All right. So while he's muted, I will, I'll, I'll take us out of here then. All right. So we do want to thank everyone who does listen. Uh, remember, we put this all stuff up on YouTube. We also have it on the podcast. We also have other content on YouTube. My hope is for this week... I have a little bit of work stuff to do tomorrow, but hopefully this week to get out the other battle report for the doubles event that we had. I'm in the middle of editing it right now while I paint some Varangian Guard. So my goal is to get that out maybe by Friday. That, that's my hope, but we'll see for sure. But my hope is to try to get that out by Friday. Um, other content-wise, we have some other stuff we're working on, setting up. I said, unfortunately, Steve's having some computer issues, so that might slow down some of the other stuff we're going to do. But if not, Dan and I have some things we could do. We are setting up on the 10th to record some battle reports at a conquest event that we're going to do and then from there the hope is just to start doing more with it especially once i get my wife her other computer i can use hers then start you know doing some more recordings out of the store maybe some tts stuff you know really whatever just try to get some more actual games in um, i have some other conquest stuff that i want to start recording i've started putting it together it's just not at the point yet for me to say exactly when it'll drop um though now things have slowed down more for me, so that's going to help a lot. I've been able to make more progress on what I've wanted, but I've also just been trying to get a lot of painting done, because like I said, I have um, have my Arena Rex stuff in front of me, I have some Battletech stuff in front of me, and then I get Bushido coming in in like a week, which um, let us know in comments if people want like some how-to-play or how-to stuff like that videos of other systems. 
Um, between all of us, we probably play almost everything. Like if yeah. people have any, and I passing... do want to do BattleTech. Yes, and we. Are, I am talking with. I am talking because uh, hey, I saw on YouTube someone wanted BattleTech, and I was like, oh, okay, we doing this then. Well, the other thing is, <laughs> Gavin says he wants to talk BattleTech, and as yeah. our Praetor level patron, uh, patron, yes, we do have five spots, so four of them are available. You come on and do content or whatever way you want. Oh, so yeah. Dan just and has to arrange that. Talk. Hell yeah. Um, and it doesn't have to be BattleTech. It could be if anyone does that. It could be whatever you want to talk about. We don't care what. But or like I said, or record game if you're local. It can always be an in-person thing. If not, it could always be something online or content or whatever way you want. Um, we don't require someone to do that. But if they're at that level and they want to, we want to give them that option. But um, has there been any thought as to when we'll actually do that, or is it still up in the air? That is still up in the air. Okay. All right, we'll work on maybe this week trying to nail down when that will be. That way we just have an idea, at least for our recording purposes, so we can kind of get to that. Um, remember, we have a Facebook page, we have a Discord, all those links are on the YouTube. I also do put them on the podcast feeds. As we also said, we do have a Patreon. Um, if you enjoy our content and would like to help us out and have the means to do so, we just ask that you take a look at it. I do want to start putting more updates on there because I've just been bad about that lately, but I will probably put... My first picture for my freehand I did on my King Crab up there because his top is very oh, flat. Nice. So I started doing some of that. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. yeah. Um, oh, you took my, the King Crab I gave you? Yeah. I didn't have one otherwise. Oh, yeah. What was the other one you gave me? What's it actually called? Is that a Marauder? Marauder. Marauder? Okay. Marauder. He, he's the only other Battletech model I have left to paint. I got to do a little bit of basing work, but then they're done. Um, but if people are actually interested in hearing or uh, how to or whatever level of things related to Battletech, Arena Rex, the other one I'm doing. I'm Bushido. I'm waiting for my Tengu to come in. Um, Marvel Crisis Protocol, we do. I'm back and forth on Shatterpoint. I want to. I just might wait a little bit on that one. I don't know. I want to play it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I just I don't know if I have the bandwidth this moment. So we'll see. So if there's any interest in that, I said just put in comments. Especially now, I, I it gives me things to do or things to work on. If I had a space, I could show some painting stuff. I would do that. But my space is my computer desk. I just push my keyboard back and that's where I paint. So I can't even do something like that where otherwise I would do like feeds. That's the reason why, why we do YouTube and not, um, uh, not Twitch for anything. Cause the Twitch, Twitch stuff just wouldn't work. Cause I, the feed would be half of my legs and part of a, part of a tabletop. So, all right, Dan's making more noises. So I will get us out of here on behalf of everyone here at the show. How's a good hobby. It's a great gaming.